win or lose, I'm quitting Blitzball. But you know, since we're here, we might as well win. guys y'all remember like two months ago we did the uh ff relay race hell yeah and i may have completed ff5 in the slowest time between three racers but i just wanted to let you all know i let them win i let them win (laughs) because i intentionally threw it so that they would stand a chance and you know what you two are the only ones who are ever gonna know about that Because what are the chances we'll actually ever have to talk to one of those two again? (laughs) (laughs) I do wonder. (laughs) (laughs) This is the Every FNFF Podcast. I'm Curtis. I'm Carl. I'm Alex. And I'm Zwanzig. Oh, Uh, Mr. Zwanzig! Hooray! Legend. The man, the myth, the legend. On our our little pod, in our little town... (laughs) Localized entirely within this internet. <laughs> What's going on, man? Yeah, I'm doing. Uh, I'm doing good. Quite good. So, um, I guess for the uninitiated, um, who are you? Um, so I'm mostly people know me for uh, for speedruns. I am a. I don't know. I'm I'm from the Netherlands. I started playing FF sometime in my teens with FF7. You know, got stuck on Guard Scorpion because of the mistranslation. <laughs> Le- legitimately returned the game because I couldn't beat Guard Scorpion. <laughs> Later, got it again. Got past Guard Scorpion. Loved it. That started rules. Playing the rest of the series. That's all. Awesome. Uh, so- sometime like uh, when was it now? Like. Like six, seven years ago, I, I started getting into speedrunning, starting with FF9. Um, <sighs> and yeah, since then, it, it's just I've just been doing it ever since, on and off, uh, along with other things that I, that I stream. FF9 um, is the one that I'm afraid to run. It looks, it looks <laughs> like the most terrifying of all of them. Isn't 9 the... I, isn't nine I wouldn't the... say it's the scariest, but it's it's one of the most random ones for sure. Yeah, like I'd hate to be like, oh my god, I'm on like my PB pace. All I have to do is get past Death Guys, no problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the one that at the very end of the run, there's just kind of like a dice roll if you're going yeah, to like yeah. be able to. Uh. <laughs> As someone who resets regularly at like a five minute point in my speed run, like I could not do that. <laughs> I could not handle that. Yeah. So I did that for a bit, you know, got the world record when it was still free. No, no, that's not at all bragging because it was, it was, it was compared to now it was, it was relatively free then. And then like two days later, I got bought by 11 minutes. <laughs> I feel like you have enough, like top two positions on the leaderboards that you're allowed to brag a little bit. <laughs> yeah. So the, the main, the main one I, I, I've spent the most time running is 13, which is in my opinion, the, the most fun ff to speedrun. Um, hmm. so you know one day in 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 several years when you guys cover 13 I'm, I'm i'll be i'll be happy to educate you no oh, that actually <laughs> would be great but uh but right now but right now we're, we're doing 10 which i've run a little bit of um but 
it, it's mostly um it's i did it a little bit because it's my favorite one yeah <laughs> it is it is one of my favorite games that's awesome um did a couple of runs of it but it's 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 not the best speed run i'm gonna be honest <laughs> <laughs> it's a doozy from what i've heard it's also not the best final fantasy for sure <laughs> oh, oh, Carl, <laughs> we're getting contentious immediately <laughs> like right out of the gate we, do we, don't hey, it's, it's game's not over yet yeah it's true <laughs> come on our podcast and let us tell you why you're wrong <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so what did we do last time y'all uh yuna's gone Yuna's gone. Yuna's gone. Someone took our Yuna. So on the way back, we talked about how, like, we can't go around the right. Like, we can't go, like, counterclockwise because there's, like, that wall of boxes. And the guy's like, oh, I didn't even notice those boxes being there. Whoops. Yeah. Yeah. So I I have never noticed that in any of my playthroughs. I I, 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 I played that part after I listened to the episode. And I went there and I was like, what? What do you know? That is a lot of box. Yeah, I know. I was like, well, I can just go this way. It'll be fine. But, um... So we start going around the other way, and like we were saying last time, Awaka's there. I suggested getting the Thunder Lance uh, just for <laughs> less turns in battle <laughs> coming up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, there's like a couple things that happen on our way to find Yuna, right? Yeah. Uh, mostly kind of just random encounters, right? Yeah. So we get a certain kind of enemy that pops up. I'm not um, sure if they are random though, because I, I played through section yeah. a few times. Oh yeah, no, yeah. You always fight the same amount. But yeah. there is Machina. Yeah, there's actual Machina roll up, uh, and like as soon as we get into battle with them, like they basically come running down the pier at us, right? Right. And as soon as we do, Titus is like, "Whoa, what are they?" And uh, Luna, uh, Luna, <laughs> Lulu tells us they're ancient Machina salvaged by the Albed. They're vulnerable to lightning, thus the Kimari Thunderlands. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But we also have Lulu on our team, so it's fine. Yeah, no, Lulu like just one shots these dudes, like just takes them. Yeah, Get, gets them out of here, done with them. Does she ever have a like useful uh, weapon, like or one of her to- dolls? Do they? Because I've never had, I've never found one that I felt like I needed to use, except for one with sensor on it. I'll say that no. <laughs> But it's like no with an asterisk, because like end game, all bets are off in FF10. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can there's, do. There's like, some mechanics that could introduce that let you uh, have some more freedom with the weapons. Yeah. Like like when I get to the end of FF10, I always just have like Yuna, Riku, and Orin, because I know how to get their celestial weapons, and it's not too mm-hmm. bad. And they're all like, all three of them are just doing full five nines of damage and i'm just like yeah there we go yuna the you know the tank class the, fucking, <laughs> the, the dps <laughs> but yeah we uh what, what are these things called in the game i don't have it on me at the time yeah i'm looking at my screenshots and i also don't have that for some reason i'll tell you what they're called please play the russian national anthem behind this while i tell you what the name of this enemy is <laughs> they are the worker. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, I forgot about that. Uh, I wish I had more of that joke. Just run around, but like, I wonder if I've been trying to find it. But stronger I th- together. I think there's yeah. actually like a like VGM version of that song from a specific Tetris game. Yeah. But I have not been able to find it. But I'm pretty sure I gotta I gotta do a little more research. Maybe we can put that one in. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, uh, they're they're pretty easy, man. There's really not that much to them. They got I, one big arm. They got one big arm, one tiny arm. But it also makes me think that like nobody can build Machina in this world, I suppose. 
Like they're all just salvaged. Yeah. Right? They're thrifters. Hell yeah. Yeah, they're going thrifting. Thrifting for Machina. Yeah. Upcycled. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like when you find a Wii in a goodwill. <laughs> you're like, hell yeah, I can homebrew this and play <laughs> emulators on it. Yeah. You're like you're like looking at the shelf and there's like one ancient Machina and one Nintendo Wii, <laughs> and you're just like, I promise I'd only leave here with one thing. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, these things aren't too difficult. Um, they're pretty easy to take down with uh, Kimari, especially if he has the Thunder Lance, or even just Titus like attacking them. Yeah. Doesn't take too much, or just use Thunder with oh, yeah. Lulu. One Thunder from Lulu does yeah, they, more than enough to take them out. Their death animation is pretty cool because there's a lot of like little explosions yeah. that happen. It's really tight. Also, so after this first battle, I got what is like to me the most important skill in the game. Uh, I hate. think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, uh, haste for Titus. Yep. Oh, what? Yeah. Mm. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, like, so haste in this game is just, I mean, I guess haste in a lot of Final Fantasies is quote-unquote overpowered. But I, like, I think this might be the one where it's at its best. For real, yeah, absolutely. Haste is just game-changing. And, like, for a good portion of the game, I feel like, maybe until we get to Xanarkand, it's not necessary per se but and because of that it just makes you so much more powerful but uh we i go to xanarkand <laughs> spoiler alert we're going to xanarkand <laughs> it's almost like there's a song yeah i was gonna say like the first song on the soundtrack is called <laughs> to xanarkand <laughs> i thought it was like an ode to xanarkand <laughs> oh, <of course. laughs> um to I like, colon <laughs> with love from Titus. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I like that the, the Al bed on the deck or whatever. He's just like, yo, I swear I have nothing to do with this. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got like, he says it in Al bed, but I have like all the letters translated already. And he's just like, yo, don't look at me. I have no idea what's going on right now. And like different people along the docks. So as we run along the docks, we keep getting into these battles with the Machina. Um, and we can just run on ahead. We've already got all the treasures in these areas if we've, you know, if we're, like, following the, the podcast. Um, but you can go talk to the people on the piers, and they do say various things about what you've been doing. Like, one of the sailors says he was so scared he couldn't move when he saw them. Someone says, those Machina don't scare me. <laughs> Can't survive on the seas of Spira getting freaked out by that. So, like, yeah, one guy says, yeah, when you've sailed the sea long enough, little surprises you anymore. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's real. That's for real. <laughs> I went to uh, Micah's ship after, I think, with the first two battles, and they have some fun uh, dialogue. Yeah. Oh, I like that a lot. Yeah. I was like, if I were 10 years younger, those Machina <laughs> would be scrap metal. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. And then one of them says, we don't need your help. The warrior monks will guard the master's vessel just fine, which kind of like underscores like the the what's it called the the warrior monks and like the crusaders like yeah, animosity with like yeah. the excommunication and stuff yeah yeah philly versus jersey <laughs> 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 um but when we finally get to the uh the dock that we're trying to actually get to i think we fight like three or two or three waves of these yeah there are several waves and um after you finish the first wave lulu actually says oh, they were expecting us right there's so many of them there yeah so that's pretty cool there's also like cutscenes going on um, because I think we get to a point where we look at like the the sphere or whatever it's called. Yeah. yeah. After you fight the last one. Oh yeah, so like the yeah, cuts to the cuts to the um, the game happening that we are late for. 
Yeah, that we just did, like, the one thing that we came here to do. Yeah, Titus just dipped out. Yeah, he was like, yeah, it's fine. Do you think Lulu would be fine if he was like, oh, I gotta go to the game? <laughs> yeah. Well, at this point, at this point, he's already dug himself into that hole. Like, he's, like, already been like, well. It's 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 real weird, too, because it's not even, like, the kidnapping is what delayed you. It's, like, when you're still in the bar, the game's already starting. Right, yeah. 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 Kamari is all getting, uh, get all caught up in his his friends yeah yeah <laughs> uh, yeah and it's also just weird that like titus isn't a guardian he just met yuna and he's like oh no uh, let me help like rescue her well, all of a I, sudden I, and I, like her two guardians are there like thunderlands and just thunder spells it's like titus you're <laughs> really not he needed here <laughs> I mean, dude hey, titus, i told you we have haste he's important yeah i was now. gonna say he's, he's there to haste lulu <laughs> i just use it for cheer that's I did, all i yeah, did. I, did yeah, have, dude, uh, I did use cheer i did i didn't have to, uh, yeah. haste yet though you know what I, actually what i love about titus like as far as the battle system is concerned because the thing is like we like talk so much goof about like the, the story of this game or not necessarily like the overarching story but like the way a lot of it's presented but the battle system is so good and i'm just gonna like go over it again one more time like how much i love it because like i love having the main character like he, he is like an attack character i guess but really, he's like the support class in this game, right? Yeah. Because like he's casting haste, he's casting cheer. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, it's like uh, like battlefield management seems to be his thing. Um, yeah, he's the team captain. Yeah, <laughs> and even like late game, he'll be like being able to like change enemies' turn order and just push enemies' turn order back a little bit is like his like ultimate skill. Hmm. So like, I just like that. That's kind of it. Seems to be his role. To me, welcome to my Titus talk. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if, if if you if you played FF5, I guess he's he's got a bit of a like time mage thing because a lot of the yeah. support spells are are kind of in that kind of general direction. Yeah, yeah, I like I like that especially for like a main character where I feel like main characters are usually like you're a tacky. Uh, kind yeah, of right. yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, you're always the guy. The guy. I want to <laughs> be the guy. No way. You're just a kid. And <laughs> you're a squid. Um. Yeah, so like... Oh, like, the game's happening, yeah. Yeah, we're talking about the game happening. Yeah, and so it's just like a quick kind of cutscene of like Waka getting pretty like beaten up by the uh, the Albed team uh, and uh, like not really being able to do much, right? And more uh, pod racer comparisons happening where uh, Waka gets hit really hard by Barrack, I guess. And the announcer says, oh, he'll feel that one in the morning. Yeah, he yeah. did say that. Yeah. Which I, I think a lot of the pod race was like, I don't care what universe you're from. That's, that's got to hurt. hurt. Yo, but, and then he says, the referee's not calling foul. And I was like, oh, referees even in this world. <laughs> well, that, that's the weird thing. When you actually play Blitzball, there's no referee and there's definitely no fouls. Yeah, you can and poison like, people. <laughs> that's what I was going to say. Like the way, the way Waka gets tackled here is like, really not any worse than what happens in the actual games like the the normal tackle animation is literally like going in heel first outstretched legs straight <laughs> into the, the opponent's abdomen uh, that's and awesome. like and you can upgrade it to where you're like poison people with it. it's, <laughs> it's, you know they're pissed in that pool <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all just if they pee in the pool <laughs> So I don't know what you need to do to get a foul call in Blitzball. But... Slightly deflate the Blitzball. Yeah. <laughs> that, that is not allowed. <laughs> uh, I will say, like, 
it's three minutes into the first half of the Blitzball game at this point, and the score is two to two. And I'm like, that's damn, impossible. they are racking. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's impossible. <laughs> Tool-assisted Blitzball <laughs> run. The, the only way you could have four goals scored in three minutes would be if Bixen has scored four times when we, <laughs> when we go up against the goers. <laughs> just for fun, they dropped in like four balls in the beginning. Of the <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, just have fun. It's like pinball, multi-ball. It's just like, if it, like that's their... Um, they're a uh, uh, sudden death or whatever. It's just like they drop in like four blitz balls. It's like in Fall Guys when the golden egg falls in the soccer game and it's <laughs> worth five goals. <laughs> I, uh, I think that's the golden snitch. Oh, yeah, yeah. of course. <laughs> yeah, anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, they see that, that uh, they see on the sphere that Walk is taking a beating out there. And uh, Titus is just like, oh, he's still in there. And then, <laughs> and then Lulu says, he won't last. Walk is always like that. Oof. Mm. What does that mean? Oh, yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Titus just goes, ouch. Yeah, Titus goes, ouch. <laughs> and, yeah, but Lulu's like, let's go. Like, we got more important shit to do than watch sports. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but on this dock, uh, there's like a boat leaving, right? Mm-hmm. There's a guard who's passed out who I just talked yeah. to who just said he seems to be asleep. It says, yeah. it says he was put to sleep. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, like a dog, like a pet that's gotten really <laughs> old. They, like, they put him to sleep. It's sodium pentothal. He, he bit one of the goers. <laughs> he, he broke his leg. He bit one of the goers. <laughs> he broke his leg, so they took him to the glue factory. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's dark. Anyway. <laughs> but yeah, there's like a there's a boat leaving, and it looks like the same boat. A salvager ship. A salvager ship. The yeah. same one that Riku is on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they I do mean, it. not that it is the same boat, but it's the same. Same vessel. Yeah. Right. Much like we discussed that the uh, the winnow and the leaky oh. are the same model. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and um, and it's like departing, like right now. It's like pulling out, right? <laughs> and uh, our characters like run up and then do like a cool action jump onto it. Mm-hmm. It's like we're gonna have to jump. Yeah, <laughs> it, somehow dude, Lulu is keeping up, and like I don't know how. Dude, you could... Lulu is she can run in that outfit, no problem. She's probably got like a a hoverboard mm-hmm. into there. <laughs> <laughs> she's got uh, she's got a uh, T board from uh, FF8. Okay. That's for that's for you, Carl. <laughs> Thank you, Curtis. <laughs> or you know, the float material. Yeah, the float material. <laughs> I cannot wait until we actually do. Like this is our third game that we've done and we still haven't played a game that actually has float as a spell. <laughs> 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 it's gonna be so played by the time we end Yeah, by the time we actually get to one, I'm gonna be like, here it is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what it does. <laughs> we should just talk about it and not reference anything else and just act like it's just like, oh, yeah, and then there's this weird move float. <laughs> it's like the whole episode just be about yeah. float through the ages. But we, uh, we're on a boat. We're on a boat again. The <laughs> um, sea just keeps calling to us. I know. <laughs> I guess, actually, you know what? This is probably our last boat for a good long while. I think this is like we finally closed the boat chapter in FF10 with this one. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so there's a, like, there's a platform on the boat, like, um, that you might, like, keep machinery down below, and then it raises the machinery up to the deck. Or lower c- cargo or whatever into yeah. it. Yeah. Scrap. And um, there's a crane. Or get a plush and a, of and a crane. Rilakuma. Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, yeah, but, uh, the, 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 uh, platform brings up, like, a... It's like, it's like, it's like a cargo elevator, right? Yeah. It, it brings up, like, a... I almost want to call it like a, it's not sentient, it's a machine, but like a 
a death pitching machine that you'd find at a batting cage. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you could imagine the most menacing pitching machine in a batting cage you possibly could. This is this is basically the machine that Happy Gilmore uses to get ready for uh, hockey, <laughs> the hockey season, when <laughs> yeah. the hockey season's over. <laughs> oh, that hurt a little bit. I'm all right. <laughs> but it's, uh, it's, yeah, it's huge. It's like the size of a tank. Yeah, it's like a. Does it have legs? What's the deal? It has it's like, got some spider. I think it has like four or six like mechanical three, legs. Three, I think. And it also has like kind of wraparound can arms. And it, and it looks like one of those weird like dog robot things that they have like running around and like you can see videos of people like kicking it. To, oh, <laughs> the the Boston Dynamics. Yeah, yeah, big yeah. Dog. It looks like that with like a giant, uh, just bigger machine on top of it. It has yeah. a little bird head, in in there. Oh, oh I see what you're saying. Is that what that is? Yeah, it has a little head with a little like kind of beak in it. Yeah, and it has like goggles. Yeah, it's kind of cute. Is that what that's supposed to be? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> that's where his eyes are. Yeah, I'm I looking this up right now because I've never noticed this. But, oh, uh, it does have a little head. Wow. Yeah, I I also did not notice that at all. Huh. But uh, yeah, it has kind of an interesting um, aesthetic. Ver I mean, I guess maybe this is also some ancient machinery as well, for all we know. For the ancient uh, blitzball teams, yeah. <laughs> practice. Oh yeah. So oh, is there's a there's an insignia on the side of the um, the crane. Is that the Albed sign? Do you I know? was wondering because there's also an insignia on the front of the Machina, right. and no, they are different. But yeah, I guess that's the Albed insignia. We should keep an eye on that. Yeah, we'll figure and see it out. That's it. But yeah, so this uh this ancient Machina, ancient Machina. I guess they all are ancient, like right? Like we determined that. But um. It comes up. It is a pitching machine. It shoots blitz balls. It, it is called the Oblitzerator. The Oblitzerator. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and this is a weird-ass boss, man. <laughs> it's really silly looking. It's like, okay, so mechanics of the boss itself, right? So the boss has a crap load of HP. Like, it, I think it's like 6,000 HP or yeah. something. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you can beat it. Like, if you fight it straight, you could wear it down and, and defeat it. Yeah. Right. Um, and it, so it's big thing is that it counters, it counters magic with silence. It counters uh, attacks with blind, I believe with a blind ball. Yeah. Blind ball. Yeah. Yeah. yeah all attacks, attacks are ball based. <laughs> Much, Much like, like Waka. Waka's. <laughs> <laughs> it's very committed to the bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> um, and then, it also has a move where it just shoots a shitload of blitz balls at your whole party, doing a pretty decent amount of damage. Blitzball rush, I think that one's called. Yeah. Multiball. You, <laughs> you could probably survive two of them before, mm. you know, about that much HP. Yeah, yeah, I got pretty decked with these things. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So they, they can do some damage. They're, they're, you know. Yeah, it's kind of like a, like a, a time management battle in that, like, you, like it has a lot of uh, HP, and there is a strategy here that we'll get into. But you definitely like you don't have that much like time to beat it, so you got to try and beat it as fast as you can. Because once it starts doing those blitz ball, blitz ball rushes, it'll just like hit your entire party pretty rough. Right. And right. also, I'm I'm reading here that every turn its agility stat will increase. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Agility strat uh, agility will increase with every turn. Wow. So it gets faster as you fight it. It's like a B movie, but every time it says... <laughs> <laughs> but every but time it says Blitzball. <laughs> it gets 10% faster. Yeah, um, Yeah. so I'm just going to say I, I fought it straight up for this playthrough. Because I've never nice. done that, and I was like, well, let's see what this is like. And uh, 
I was I was regretting it as soon as I realized I had not bought any status restoring items and I had one oh, remedy, okay. oh, no. yeah. which I used which I used on Lulu when she got silenced and luckily she never got silenced in the rest of the battle. Luckily. Oh, that is lucky. <laughs> but did you get through it all right though at the end? Like, did you? Yeah, really yeah get... it, it was it was fine by the end, but it, it was getting close because uh, Kamari and Titus were both uh, blinded by that point. So yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, and like we were saying, blind in this game is rough. Like, it really makes you miss almost every time. Yeah, you're not going to hit almost yeah. ever. I mean, it's great if you you use it. Yeah, no, it's oh, fucking, yeah. It, it's good. I, I feel like uh, this game does a good job of um, really making status effects worth it. Because, like, in For pretty sure. much any other RPG, it's like, well, I don't care to poison the enemy or, like, blind them or anything. Like, what does it matter? But in this one, you're like, oh, yeah, I better use those <laughs> skills. Like, that's really important. But... So like we were talking about, there's a Chekhov's crane. <laughs> is, um, <laughs> Not the bird, the mechanical. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but there's an old crane and um, using the... Um, I think Titus has like a prompt to use like a special move or I something. I think it's like a trigger command. A trigger command, okay. Um, yeah, so he can use a trigger command to actually go over to the crane and attempt to use it. But if you try to use it, it says there's no power in it. <laughs> and so right. there's no juice on it. Um, but you can use Lulu to target it with thunder, right? Exactly, and then like put some life back in it. I yeah. think it takes three strikes, maybe about. I think it's right. It, 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 it sounds took, about right. It gave, yeah. I'm not sure if it, is, if it depends on like damage output or something, or if it just always does three. I don't know. I believe it's three. I, yeah. I, I looked it up online. Before. Okay, I've never seen it not be three. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so, but after after three casts of uh, magic, and if you try to use it, like your party will discuss amongst themselves and be like. Oh, we should probably target it with thunder. We should probably put some juice back in that thing. Um, but once you do, Titus can go over to the crane on his turn, and he like punches some buttons on it very humorously, and the crane like raises up, goes over top of the Obliterator, and like we were talking about how it kind of has like its little tripod body, and then like the weird the arms, drums, and then the the, the yeah the ball thr- uh, yeah, launching the, drum on it yeah like yeah. the top parts yeah and like the crane comes down and grabs it and just rips the whole top half of it off of this machine and so it just like rips this machine in half but then it drops in in the water with a cute little <laughs> boo yeah yeah <laughs> it actually like the crane goes over the water and then drops it into the ocean you hear like a really, like a yeah very lo-fi like little like almost like a pinball machine. <laughs> like yeah, pinball That's machine. Very it's, comical. It's really cute. Uh, but I like that it does. So it does like a percentage damage, and um, I think it's like ninety-five percent or something crazy like that. <laughs> like it's insane. It basically takes it down to one hit away. Right. From being done. So if you already know what to do by the time you go into this battle, you just like haste Lulu three thunders, move the crane, one attack, and you're done. Like, it's super short. I think you literally just described the speedrun strat, I'm pretty sure. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's it's a pretty easy boss when you know what to do. I mean, I guess it's it's not that bad either way, because even if you didn't know what to do, they explain it to you pretty in-depth and mm. clearly. But before the fanfare happens... What well, does happen? Uh, a little door opens up, and Yuna's in there. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, and one of the Albed just like knocked out next to the uh, next to the door, and then like everyone kind of with a sigh of relief, you hear the fanfare, which is really cute. Yeah, which is really funny. It's like here's your prize. Yeah, but the gacha pond was successful. So I guess you get your Hello Kitty. Yuna just beat the shit out of everybody on this boat. I guess. Oh yeah, Lulu asks. I hope you hurt them. Yeah, and she's like kind of like shyly, it's like oh, only a little, a little, a little, yeah. I'm just like, what is, how does, I guess you could have summoned 
I would imagine God, she would just be, summoned that. God, because that's that, that's like a horror movie. You're I was like, gonna yeah. say you go in there and it's just like a like a like a horror comic. Like, yeah, there's just like viscera all yeah, over the wall. It's like a, a an image of like the full page thing of like a berserk scene or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, just, it's like it's the scene in Alien where Dallas is crawling <laughs> through the vents and he's like and like the aliens in the vents with him, but it's just like Veil Four pops out. <laughs> so it's like an energy ray. Boom. Yeah, Dust Boot would be a much shorter movie if Veil Four was in there. <laughs> <laughs> just fucking ifrit down there just breathing fire woof it's awesome <laughs> but yeah yeah so uh can she you comes summon out. indoors dude you gotta be able to summon indoors yeah yes you can yes <laughs> it's, it's frowned upon but <laughs> yeah because yeah. i was like i was like surely somebody does it at some point they do okay yeah. Who, who's gonna stop you they're <laughs> <laughs> just gonna build a new roof it's fine <laughs> um so yeah so yuna comes out um Party's happy to have her back. And then Titus is kind of looking around at the boat. He's kind of like preoccupied. And they're kind of like, yo, what, what's going on? And he says, There were these all bad that saved my life when I first came to Spira. They took me on their ship. They even gave me food. I was kind of hoping that this was the same ship. But it's not. And so, like, I, I can get that. I feel that. Or he's yeah. like, oh, shit, this is the same boat. I go inside and just the viscera of, like, Yuna and all. Or not yeah. Yuna, Riku and all of her crew. And like, <laughs> oh, no. But um, but yeah, he explains uh, they're kind of like, oh, what happened? He explains that like, Sin came up out of the water. Um, they saved him. He made it out, but he doesn't know what happened to the other Albed, right? Like we haven't heard from them. We don't know what happened. Yeah. Then Yuna says something interesting. She yes. says, "Was there anyone called Sid on that ship?" Sid, first Sid of the of, season. <laughs> hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Titus says, "I don't know." They were all speaking that Albed language. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Yuna says, "I see." And Titus asks, uh, "You know who is Sid?" And she says, "He's my uncle, but I've never actually met him." Uh, and uh, Titus goes, "So that means you're an Albed too, Yuna?" And she says, on my mother's side, yes. Sid is my mother's brother. He became distant after my mother married. But she told me to seek him out if I ever needed help. And uh, Titus is just like, oh, so you were worried that he was. Yeah. And like Lulu just interrupts his thought and says, yeah. don't tell Waka about Yuna's lineage. Uh, the thing about Waka, <laughs> he never had much love for the Albed. Okay, so, so we've kind of alluded to this. I, I love Waka so much. But at, <laughs> at this point in the game, this is where I'm like, Okay, romance with Law Waka is over now. <laughs> <laughs> Friendship with, with here we go. <laughs> yeah, here we fucking go. Friendship with Waka ended. Now the Albed are my best friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so good guy Waka, super big bro energy, always super positive, nice to everybody. Also a racist. <laughs> yeah. So, so, um, I just want to go over what Lulu said again. She says, don't tell Waka about Yuna's uh, lineage. The thing about Waka, he never had much love for the Albed. So Titus jumps up, yeah. puts his hands on his head and says, I got to tell Waka. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> and Lulu says, I thought I told you not to tell Waka. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think he was actually talking about that. No, he's not. Because Yuna's Yuna... like, oh, the game. Like, yeah, he's, he's like, like oh, I need... the game. He's just like, oh, I need to tell Waka that Yuna is safe and he can actually like. Not throw the match. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, Lulu says, oh, and then, like, throws a flare. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, it's really she, like, cool. She, casts, like, a ball of light into the air. Yeah, she, like, throws a fire spell up in the air. So, um, and then it, it goes to, uh, you know, a cut scene where Waka sees that, and then he starts actually, like, playing the game. And, yeah, uh, he, I think he just knows maybe that was the sign that Yuna's safe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's yeah, like, exactly. cool, I can give it my all now. 
Hell yeah. And uh, then there's just like some commentary and it's 30 seconds left. The Aurochs are launching an all out offensive. Oh, and uh, it's cool. They all like swim it's together. It's super cool. Yeah, they have like a cool formation and stuff and they're they're going and there's quack, a- quack, 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 <laughs> quack. <laughs> There's a long pass from Letty. Waka uh, grabs it and he swims does a, up. Oh, yeah. He does like a cool like uh, deflect off of someone who like charges him. Yeah. Somebody charges him and he like kind of does a forward flip over them and c- kicks him away. Yeah. Kicks off of their back. Yeah. Yeah. It's really sick. Uh, and then he goes up. He shoots and he scores. And the guy literally says, go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. They, uh, Is the this Orox- their first win? Yeah. Ever. Yeah. In the team's history, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. It's their first win. Awesome. All this thing about them getting Titus on the team and maybe being able to finally win a game, and yeah. they do it without him. I, I, maybe he's just a good coach. I really love that about this game is because, like, we obviously don't have a whole lot of love for Titus, and we're always, like, making fun of him and stuff. And it's not like one of those games where you're like, oh, I don't really like this character, but, like, they keep, like, propping him up as, like, this kick-ass, like super cool guy or whatever yeah it's right. like they're doing that kind of and then at every single turn it's just like oh yeah he wasn't really all that necessary like, <laughs> oh, you thought that titus was going to be the the one to score the winning match and like yeah. the goal and everything it's like nah i mean you, you you can argue that he instilled within them the will to win yeah oh, for sure yeah. no he definitely inspired them and like changed their whole philosophy on the game so he was definitely helpful in that way they were in remember when you told him just to win yeah. Maybe try winning. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that, that is basically it. He was basically yeah. like, try winning, maybe. <laughs> yeah, it's literally anytime uh, someone goes into like a speedrunner's thing and they're like, did you try going faster? And you're like, <laughs> oh shit. I've been playing this game for like Dude, 300 hours. I never I, thought of going faster. <laughs> I love when I was in your chat one time and I was just like, I was like, you know, Carl, if I were to be speedrunning Dark Souls, I would simply do it faster than everybody else. And the world record holder, Regal, was in your chat, and I didn't know it. And he was like, well, that's what I did, and it worked for me. <laughs> it was so good. I was, there was a joke last week I was thinking of, which was like, uh, they were, the orcs were like, because they, they weren't even sure if they got seated or not. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, right. Which I'm just imagining them talking like the captain. They were like, oh, keep the engine running. We won't, we won't be long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, though, like, so the thing I'm thinking right now at this part of the game is, like, admittedly, I kind of am in the sports spirit right now. Like, when the Aurochs win their first game, I was like, yes. Yeah, (laughs) like, I'm, like, super stoked on it. And, like, no matter how much I, like, crap on Titus or will end up, like, being like, oh, Blitzball, like. I love this so much. Like, I'm like, I'm in it right now. I'm like in the mood. <laughs> so I know that we just talked about how Titus is probably the one who instilled like the, you know, the, the morale for them to actually pull through and win. But now that I'm thinking about it more, I think it was actually the power of racism that made Waka like win this game. <laughs> All right. They've only like really played against the goers every last year. Yeah. They like said. every single that time. True. <laughs> <laughs> they've only played the best team ever. So they've, yeah, they've gotten really cu- accustomed to playing against really strong players. So they, they, they had to play against a team that Waka like hates the other people. Yeah. And he's like, no, I can't lose. Awful. <laughs> Now, there's one thing that I need to bring up with regards to the Albed Sykes. And um, it's that if you play against them, like, you know, later on, you know, spoilers, you'll get to play more Blitzball if you so desire. Um, <laughs> Which everyone does, of course. <laughs> you, of course, naturally. Um, and so um, there's there's the thing about the Albed Sykes is uh, they have one team member who's really overpowered, and it's their goalie. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. His name's Nimrook. And just to, just to give you a little bit of perspective, we'll go into the actual stats a little bit later, but you'll be able to appreciate it even without knowing that. 
is that basically, so your goalie at the at the start when you're playing this match has a five catching stat. The goer's goalie has eight in catch. Now I want you guys to guess how much <laughs> Nimrook has. Okay, uh, here's what I'm gonna say. Four twenty. Okay, <laughs> no, I'm, okay. I want to base it off. I think the jet shot is twelve strength or something like that. So we'll say twelve. I'll say twelve. What do you think, Alex? I was gonna say twelve. Nimrook at level one has eighteen. Holy catch. God. shit! There's no way. There's no way. <laughs> Damn, Walker must be really fucking good. He's been holding out on us. Well, the whole here's time. the thing. Here's the thing, and this is where it gets really interesting. If you look at the shot where Waka scores the goal, Nimrook is not the goalie. Oh. <laughs> they, sent so, the, they sent the goalie out to like take care of Yuna. <laughs> that's, that's basically the joke I've heard other people tell is that, yeah, they, they, they threw the game by having Nimrook be on the kidnapping Yuna party. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's no, like... Nimrook was off saving his sorcerer. <laughs> it was like he was their star player. <laughs> I think uh, in in um, like in actual like sports, that's not really all that unheard of. Like if you have a team that has a star goalie, like that is your team. Like the uh, the New Jersey Devils had uh, a, a goalie like that. For certain games where you're like, okay, well this is an important game, but mm. like there's no way we're gonna lose to this team. Like <laughs> we'll just put in you know the second string goalie, so that way like we don't risk injury for the more difficult games. Like that kind of actually makes sense because they're like yeah we're not gonna like they're not gonna lose to the aurochs because it's the aurochs also we have a little added like incentive where we're like oh yeah we kidnapped your uh summoner like you're not gonna win this game you have to lose it yeah so they're like yeah we're not gonna risk him getting poisoned and getting hurt for right when we, yeah. for when we have to play the goers in the next round yeah because like and we'll get to this you know in a second well waka has a fucking poison move yeah so like <laughs> Anyway, we'll get we'll get to that. I have things to say about that. Yeah, yeah, right. So then there's some really great text here that I really like. So the the team's excited, as in like Yuna and Titus, like, oh, we're in the big game. We did it. We won. And Lulu says, not the most graceful win. If it was Chapu, he'd still be standing. And then Titus says, hey, aren't you being a little unfair? And she's like, excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> and then like, oh, Titus, you dumb motherfucker. <laughs> he goes, I know I could never take Chapu's place. You're the one who told Waka that, right, Lulu? And I don't think Waka would ever try to take Chapu's place. You don't want to finish that sentence. God, she's so scary. <laughs> Dude, I love it so much. But also, like, Titus, come the fuck on. Man. Yeah, and, like, also, Titus, you were fucking eavesdropping on that. I know it wasn't the time when he was, like, fully eavesdropping on the ship. I think that was after he woke up and, like, saw them by the bonfire. Yeah, yeah. But, like, dude, you weren't supposed to hear that. Like, yeah, I know. <laughs> play it cool. <laughs> Yeah, so that's a, <laughs> that was a little questionable. But, um, crises averted, back in the locker room, baby. Hell yeah. Ready to go, and, like, walk is just fucking splayed out on the fucking bench. <laughs> yeah, we do have to run back there, and we have control of the character. The only notable thing that I found was half of those cargo crates are now moved. Oh, are they? <laughs> yeah, so, we, so you can you can talk to uh, to the guy, and he says, I'll have these crates moved in no time, sir. It's oh, like, wow. just in time. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really came through for us. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I literally took a picture of, like, that last scene and then a picture of being in the, um, the locker room, so I forgot that we could even walk to the... Yeah. The locker room. And oh, and on the way there, we can also go back to that hallway where all of the fans were outside of the goers' locker room and uh, get another Albed um, primer, which yeah. says that V equals F. 
Oh, yeah. Nice. I can't think of any good jokes for that, though. Same. Don't have to. I guess all German words would sound the same, roughly. Well, this is just another <laughs> F to the pile. Another <laughs> F to the pile. Every V in VV. There we go. <laughs> yeah. We did it. The all bad version. <laughs> yeah, every V every V and VV. Yeah. Shoutouts um, to VV from Final Fantasy IX. We all love you. <laughs> <laughs> we love and miss Very you. Hope you're well. <laughs> oh man, you know, like I know we haven't done FF9 yet, but have, have you played FF9 all the way through, Carl? Not all the way through. Okay. You know how like you may have had a friend in high school who had like a pet. And you both enjoyed that pet, and that oh, yeah. thought was cool. Shoutouts to Bubba, my friend's dog. Yeah, but now that we're like thirty, we're like, oh, that pet is certainly dead. Mm -hmm. Vivi is certainly dead <laughs> by now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't listen to what I just said, Alex. That's not important. <laughs> forget, forget that and be surprised later. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, yeah. So we walk into the locker room, and all of the Oroks are standing around Waka, and Dotto is just like. Are you sure you're all right, Captain? <laughs> and like multiple, are, like they're they're all asking him. Like the game starts in a few minutes. You sure you okay? We're playing the Gores too. And so like, I guess they're hyped on their win, but they're just like, uh oh. They, our one like real good player on the team, Captain Walker, is just out. Yeah. <laughs> He's just like laying on there. He looks injured. But uh, Titus finally walks in. He kicks a fucking blitz ball up and he's being cool. And he's like, oh, hey, did you miss me? Yeah. Yeah. They're like, yeah, asshole. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> yeah, the one thing we brought you along for. Um, And like, Yuna like apologizes. She's like, oh, no, all this happened because of me. I'm so sorry. And like, I don't know that it did. <laughs> and then, yeah, Waka starts getting real problematic right oh, away. Right away. Uh, how can you let some outbed kidnap you? And then uh, Titus is just like, yo, yeah. let it go, man. Titus tries to be like the the cool friend to somebody yeah, like, who okay, has... Like, okay, Grandpa. Like, yeah, he, you're like, he, okay, all right. It's not okay to say that anymore, Grandpa. Yeah, yeah. And then he says, don't go near our bed anymore, okay? They're trouble. Mm. Yeah. And those weird owls. <laughs> <laughs> weird owl bed. <laughs> and then we get a, a weird little, like, transition scene where it's just Yuna and Kimari standing there, and Yuna, like is kind of walking around and like walks away. Yeah, they just kind of like excuse themselves, I guess. Yeah, they I guess no it's just like, oh, this. you're you're out in the in the hallway now. So here's a quick little scene with no dialogue and no like sound. Yeah, it's just to like, explain why she's not there, I guess. Yeah. It's also yeah. the boys room. Yeah. So now would be a good time to save. Yeah. By the sure. way, depending yeah. on. They keep offering. They keep offering. But now if you want to uh, win this Blitzball tournament, now would be the time to save the game. Um, Pro strat. So there's the Besador rocks are in here. Walk is on the bench and Lulu's in here, right? And you can talk to them all. Um, I don't think they all have like super interesting things to say, but yeah. at least Bata says, who's going to be warming the bench? Could it be me? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was like, that's great. <laughs> yeah. The other, the other one's like, Hey, let's do this for Chapu. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. yeah okay. I like that. Uh, yeah. Cause then, I mean, everyone kind of has something to fight for. Like a lot of people have been affected by sin, like the Kilika beasts and stuff, but and then Dato asked Dato, you, to, yeah. which I guess we could have mentioned last episode that you could just skip the rules and then talk to Dato later. Yeah, so yeah. Dato offers to teach you the rules again, so I'll give you that, Final Fantasy X. At least you did that. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was like, is this where we actually review the rules at? And then like an hour later, we're going to go you do just the toss the game so we know it was happening in the cutscenes. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's lore. That's uh, awesome. Um, but yeah, so Titus talks to Waka. Walker says, game starts soon. No time for warm-ups. You ready? 
And like Titus is all hyped up. Let me at him. Let's do it. And then uh, Waka addresses everybody in the room. He kind of like stands up and he's talking to everybody at the same time. And he says, I got something to tell you, boys. After this game, I'm retiring. I promised myself this would be my last tournament. Win or lose, I'm quitting Blitzball. But you know, since we're here, we may as well win. And I'm like, ooh, yeah. So yeah. I'm like, I'm with the Oryx in this one. They're all like, yeah, hell yeah, let's get them. And I was like, ooh, yeah, let's get them. I'm like watching a sports movie. I like that like there, it, there just is like a feel-good sports movie in the middle of a Final Fantasy. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. Yeah, It's really effective, too. It is. And it, you know what the thing is? Like, all of this stuff, probably not in the speed run, but if you're doing it casually, like, it's about the length of a feel-good sports movie as yeah. well. Where I'm just like, oh, that was nice. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and at the very end of it, when everybody's, like, cheering, they're all hyped up, Bada just says, am I on the bench? <laughs> <laughs> it's, but, uh, it's appropriate, too, because, like, if he is, I think, pretty much legitimately the worst player on the team. Oh, really? Like, just going by <laughs> stats. As far as I remember, I think he's got, like, one or two decent stats. But it's Got pretty- you. Yeah, but uh, Waka says that he's going to take the bench and uh, Titus is going to take his place. And he says, let's win this one. Let's make the goers goners. Oh, such a good line. <laughs> so good. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so Titus and everybody head out to the um, field, the pool. What do we call it? The play pool. The I think sphere. they call it the, yeah, they, they do call it the field, I think. Oh, wait, they do say sphere pool, don't they? I think so. Uh, yeah, at some point. Yeah. Field and sphere pool. The rink. Playpen. <laughs> ball pit. Whatever you really want. The ball pit. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, they all head off. The good ball. (laughs) Yeah, the good ball. Um, But the only ones left in the locker room are Lulu and Waka at this point, right? And we get like a cutscene of their interaction together. Uh, Lulu says, I saw you floating there on the sphere. And Waka says, hey, you weren't supposed to see that. And like he stands up and he's kind of like walking toward her and he just fucking passes out on his feet. Like he yeah. just like lurches forward and she like catches him, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, dude, Waka's a big man. If a full because like you know, like when like somebody like is not supporting their own weight with their legs, they become very heavy. Like people are very heavy. Just dead weight, yeah. It's, yeah. It's... I was like, dude, the fact that like Lulu like just takes it like a champ and is yeah, just like no problem. I, I can catch this whole burly man without having to like step backward or anything. I was like, God damn. And if you like look at the like the screenshot, it kind of just looks like she's just like hugging him. Yeah. So yeah. it's like he's got all his weight on her and she's just holding him up with like nothing on her face. She's just like, yeah, this is fine. Do you think uh, Lulu could um, hold Tifa in one arm and, <laughs> and, pull, and pull herself up out of the meteor? Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think she could hold Tifa in one arm and then do the FF7 remake pull-up challenge with Tifa and easily take care of, uh, oh shit, I can't remember the uh, the trainer's name in that. That's beautiful, bro, in the old one. But <laughs> well, once she takes off those belts, it's going to be like a Rock Lee or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. They're all like weighted belts. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense now, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, but yeah, you're right though. It does look kind of like she's hugging him because I think that's kind of what happens. Then. Yeah, yeah. She kind of like tightens her arms around him, right? Yeah, she's consoling. She's, him. Yeah, she's comforting him. And she says, "Uh, you really gave it your all, didn't you?" And then we we go over to the room before the Blitzball Stadium, like the team's getting ready to mm-hmm. exit, and like Titus is like, "All right, boys, what are we gonna do?" And they're like, "Win." They're like, we're doing it for Captain Waka. And they're all like doing a huddle and they're all putting their hands in the middle, you know, they're getting ready to go. Quack, 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 quack. Exactly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> quack, 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 quack. Real, real Gordon Bombay hours. <laughs> um, and then Titus walks in and gets ready to play. Yeah. We cut back to Lulu and Waka and uh, there's, I guess it cuts over to 
this like little scribble on the wall, I guess, in the locker room, which is really sweet. And uh, we can't read it, but with the subtitles, it says, my best memories are here. Waka, captain of the B-Set Aurochs. So like Waka's etched into the wall or drawn on the wall. That, But yeah. I would like to point out, so I, I brought this up and I said this is going to be happening later in the game, right? We were talking about some crazy writing that we saw somewhere. Here's the thing. All that writing is in English. Yeah. Oh, I yeah, it. I see it here. Yeah. Yeah. It says, let's see. I think it says to the friends of my to the uh, friends of my childhood. Forever. forever. Captain Waka, Besaid Orok. Mm -hmm. So it does. It does say that. Yeah. So is that a case of like they put that there, then translated that into Japanese yeah. and then yeah. translated that back and it became they something different? Like maybe so. Yeah. So yeah, that was maybe what was. So, yeah, they, I think they just translated the subtitles without actually like, paying attention to what was on the wall. Well, so, huh. in, in this game, there's all this, like... So, I wonder what the literal, like, Japanese text says, which oh, probably yeah. is something more closer to, like... Yeah. Like I wonder, does the Japanese text look different? I wonder! Or does it look the like Japanese Kana? Version? Or, yeah. do, or does it look like that? Or does it look like the Romaji? Yeah. Yeah. Because, mm -hmm. like, so all the text, all the world writing in this game is actually in English and I it's wanted to bring that up. Font, yeah. It's just a weird font that makes it look like it's a foreign language. Yeah. But like never noticed that either. Right? Like so I noticed it like later, later, later when we have the ability to choose areas to go to. I'll like, look up a Japanese you, walkthrough or something like that and see you, if it can find it. Yeah, yeah. But uh you'll be able to like choose the locations to go to and if you look at the name of the locations, they're all written in that scripty font, but they're actually in English the name of the locations. Yeah. We'll, we'll have to reach out to Corey about that as well. Yeah, because I think he might be playing it in Japanese. I can't remember. Oh yeah, that. he's or he's at least he's watching a walkthrough in Japanese. Yeah. All right, but I think we should go to the locker room and get ready for the big game, boys. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, let's do it. Let's get let's get let's hit the showers. Let's hit the showers. <laughs> Wait, do you hit the shower? You hit the showers after the game. Well, we're about to get wet. <laughs> <laughs> On break, we we took a closer look at this text, and we realized it says... Uh, <laughs> it's a lot sadder than we thought it was. <laughs> uh, it said, to the dreams of my childhood, farewell. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my goodness. It's so much darker. Mm -hmm. Like, Walk is literally, like, saying goodbye to, like, his childhood dreams. That's amazing. Like, Yeah, it went uh, from being, like, a nice and sentimental kind of, like, end to this story, like, chapter in Waka's life to, like, being, like, the the scene in Shawshank Redemption where yeah. Brooks writes, carves Brooks was here into the wall. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. I hurt myself today. <laughs> <laughs> um, if what, uh, what venue would you, uh, and what would you write if you were um, playing your last show at the Century? What would you leave there? Oh, my God, what would I leave? I, I did the Century Brooks Bars where all our all the good bands start like the, yeah. in Philly play. That's our clubhouse. This is our Philly shout out to Century Bar Hell for yeah, being shout great. Out to Century Bar. I don't know. I mean, they have a lot of crazy stickers and shit. I'd probably just put a silly sticker on the bottom of the toilet seat. <laughs> it just says to the <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make I'm gonna make like a band Holy sticker shit. that says to the dreams of my childhood farewell this... and just put it on the bottom of the toilet seat. This would actually be like perfect for a bumper sticker. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> uh, coming soon on the uh, <laughs> FFT public. You know. um, but yeah. So we are now getting ready to do the game, and oh my goodness, this next scene! Oh my goodness, y'all! It's, it's a good one. It got me so fucking hype. All right. Yeah. So we're listening to the announcer talk, right? Like once again, it's like the the blitzball announcer. 
but who could have imagined a championship game between these two teams, our legendary Luka Goers going against the horrendously ill-fated Basaid Aurox. Give time. them a break. I, I <laughs> just won their first game. Yeah. I know, yeah, everybody should be fucking soaked for us right now. I'm convinced like, the announcers are the only people like who dislike us, because I've not seen any like real it's, it's, Auroch haters out there. Yeah, they're mostly just like, oh, they're cute, they're, they're fine, like, yeah. they're harmless. And they're they're really trying to play up to the crowd, and they're like, oh, well, this crowd is the Luca Goers uh, fans, so we have to really, you know, talk shit on every other team. Yeah, right. But and so shout the, out to Koch and Scotch in the remake. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, the camera's like panning around the stadium too, right? Like showing people coming in and out of the uh, the main area, Loading up showing the that bleachers. huge that huge crowd of like no more than ten like models. Oh, they, I feel like they time. do a little bit better. Oh, I know you're right. There are only like two models. <laughs> the way it's, it's like shot, every, it's like it old driving games. Yeah, like <laughs> everyone is kind of like walking to their seats and everything, so it doesn't feel like empty or anything like that. But like looking back at the screenshots, I'm like, oh, I felt like there were more people there but yeah it makes sense with the limitations at the time yeah all these fucking scalpers <laughs> yeah but uh so so then uh he says it looks like this is history in the making baba and as he says that we see a familiar we, friend we see a camera angle of so like I, I think i said this before at one of our episodes is that like the the walkway into a stadium from the the back area is called the vomitorium. Like that's like the name, and I always think that's amazing because has the word vomit in it. And, and it also sounds like a Mars Volta word. Oh, it does. <laughs> D Louse in the vomitorium. Horox <laughs> in, uh, yeah. in the vomitorium. <laughs> it's just it's just Waga's face. Is that like? head on the platter on the album cover. Like, ah. Anyway. Apologies to Zwanzig. I know a lot of our music references usually go over your head. I, like I said, I said this before I was even invited to the pod. I said, the, the day I come on here, I am just going to be completely like smiling and nodding when you guys do music references. Well, you should go check out Mars Volta. They're great. Anyway. Um, yeah, so we have a camera angle of the vomitorium. And there's like stairs leading up from it. And so we first, like, somebody's walking up the steps. And as soon as we see like the first two inches of their head, I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> Cause like, that's not an NPC. <laughs> yeah. There's only one character in this game with hair that salt and pepper gray <laughs> <laughs> and stubble and stubble. Hell yeah. Walking up, you see those glasses and that jacket. Oron's back, baby. Hell yeah. We caught him watching the big game. <laughs> he's always around the Blitzball games. Yeah, he's, he's a fan. He's a, he's a, a, he's a true fan. fan. Yeah. He's always there to support he, Titus. Uh, <laughs> he's, that's, uh, he's the guy with the bag on his head. Yeah, <laughs> you were yeah. talking about last time. He's always coming the out R. for R. his super team. super fan, yeah. Yeah, he's got his uh, fucking piss jug with him. <laughs> <laughs> he's ready to go. That's how, like, he never misses any of the game. He's never, like, been in the bathroom while somebody was scoring because he just pees right in that <laughs> jug. <laughs> <laughs> uh, God, the, the the amount of times I've heard like I've been speedrunning for like six years the amount of times I've heard pee bottle strats you know as someone <laughs> who speedruns long games that joke got old like five years ago <laughs> real pros get uh, catheters <laughs> oh hell yeah um, that it just reminds me of there was this uh, person who was on the Howard Stern show <clears throat> excuse me, who was such a big fan of Coheed and Cambria. He talked about how when he would go to their concerts, he started wearing Depends, so that way he didn't have to run to the <laughs> bathroom to this. And he's like, and he told this story on air. He was saying how 
he went to their one show and they started playing a song Mother Superior, which is like a longer song. And he's yeah. like, he was like, I really had to go, but I had already gone. But I was like, you know what? I got the diaper. He's like, what I didn't realize is, is that those like diapers are single use only and you're supposed to replace them after going in them. So he was like literally like soggy with piss at this concert because of that. <laughs> soggy with piss. <laughs> soggy with a chance of meatballs. Um, that's incredible and I love it. I think he's also a drummer in some death metal band <laughs> as well. Speaking of being soggy. <laughs> um, so... Like, it literally just shows Oren and then just cuts away to the game. Yeah. And I love that. Like, there's a lot of, like, directing choices in this game that I'm like, what the fuck are they doing? But that one was fucking perfect. Yeah. Where I was like, oh, you just showed me Oren and then just cut away and nothing happened? You bastards. Like Nothing good ever happens when he shows up. Dude, nothing good does happen when Oren shows <laughs> up. all of one times we've seen him. <laughs> well, it's going to be two here in a second. But, um... Yeah, so we see uh, Titus and the Oryx uh, getting into position in the Blitzball. Just treading. Stadium. Or uh, field? Pool? Pool. I'm going to call it the pool. Um, and in the pool, so it's kind of interesting. Blitzball, like, takes place... In the future. At, yeah. <laughs> as far as we're concerned, it takes place all at the same height, even though there's a, it's a sphere. Yeah. And, like, we saw in the intro it's like all to the, the game. It's, it's like how all the spaceships in Star Wars are still, like, upright. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and always, when, you know, whenever they face each other, even though they could easily be all disoriented. And yeah. Yeah. So I never thought of that. It is pretty unfortunate because, like, kind of the whole conceit of Blitzball as a sport is that it's, like, water polo, but 3D. Yeah. But it's not actually 3D. This could easily just be a normal pool and it would be fine. Yeah. yeah. Save a lot of water. Well, I think the thing is that, like, judging from that intro cutscene to the game, I think, like, we're meant to believe that it does happen in 3D. It's yeah. just... What we're playing is going to be on a 2D. Let's field. be honest, controlling this in 3D would be... A oh my god, a nightmare, yeah. Mm. I think it's also important to think, like, this game came out, what, like, three years after, like, Super Mario 64 or, like, yeah. Ocarina of Time and right. stuff? So, so, like... 3D tech at the time was, like, a little bit limited. Even playing those games, like, at times you were just, like, you know, you're, you're not going in, like, 360 degrees. Mm. I mean, I think you guys even complained about, like, the camera when you were doing the swimming back in, like, Besaid. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah it, it's not... It's, it's not... probably for the best. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, they just add swimming to Animal Crossing. <laughs> <laughs> it's very ahead of its time. <laughs> So, uh, so yeah, um, the two teams kind of come together in the middle, and uh, basically both teams are going to have somebody who kind of, I guess, faces the other one. It's like the team captains at the start of the game, like, shaking hands. Yes, to, yes. Like, good sportsmanship to be like, oh, hey, good yeah. luck in the game. So Titus and Bixen swim up to each other. Yeah. And, like, Bixen's, like, he looks like a, a douche, but he, like, sticks his hand out to shake Titus's hand, right? Mm -hmm. And Titus is like, Oh, all right. Well, that's good. I like that. You know, and he like puts it's his like, hand out, and then Bixen just tries to fucking hit him in the face. Yeah, it's like the 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 classic bully thing of like pretending to like go for a high five and pulling your hand away or whatever, but following it up with a fucking punch. <laughs> yeah, and like Titus does dodge it. Yeah. And he's like, whoa, what the fuck? And then like Bixen just laughs at him and like swims away and looks back at him. He's well, like, no one laughs because everyone's assumingly holding their breath. <laughs> well, they're doing like a, they're doing the motion of laughing. Yeah, but, yeah. he mimes laughing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And even a uh, fucking Belgert is on the team. She's actually one of their starters and she laughs. She's like, <laughs> like you see her giggling or whatever. They're already going at it, folks. 
The goers are taunting the aurochs. I don't know if I don't think that would fly in a real like in a. I mean, fucking... once again, no foul, foul is called. So yeah, right, yeah, right. Yeah. Like that's that think... surely <laughs> is over the line. I think there's a lot of nepotism in the referees in this. <laughs> yeah. anytime... this is real XFL shit. Like <laughs> if Titus Paulette shut, they would have called a. Oh a, yeah, a for sure. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. Of course, <laughs> sure. of course. It's um, a home team advantage. But. That pretty much puts us right into our Blitzball game, doesn't it? Yeah. All right, I'm going to turn off my uh, Switch now because I have internalized every bit of this match and, and Blitzball. How many times total. have you played this round? A few. <laughs> I would like, okay, here, I'll just say I'm not, gonna, I'm not going to um, belabor the point, right? I'm just going to put it out there and we'll make of it what we want. I had to play this a couple times because I really wanted to win this one. And if you lose it, from the time it takes you to, if you're playing on Switch, right, specifically, and you have the game downloaded, the time it takes to hit home, cancel the game, because you can't just, like, reset Yeah, there's no the in-menu, like, quit, like right. in Final Fantasy Or 7. load save or anything like that. Yeah. yeah. Right. So if you quit to the home screen and go back in, it takes six minutes and 45 seconds to get from the save point oh my to God. this. That's, like, two... That's like a whole other round of a game. You yeah. should have had two switches. Put it this way. If you just took the amount of time that I had to sit through those cutscenes and added them all together, it is longer than a Simpsons episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying if you had two, you could have played through a whole other round while the other one was. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely could have. <laughs> yeah, just get two switches. <laughs> but um, I will say, so what is special about our setup on the podcast today is from what I understand, Zwanzig is the ultimate Blitzball fan. Is that right? I wouldn't go that far. Okay, let's just say... What are you doing here? Let's just say if you had a choice... A if, Blitzball apologist. If, 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 you were, uh, if you were put in 24 hours of solitary confinement and you could either play Blitzball or Chocobo Hot and Cold... <laughs> That's which not even a choice. <laughs> okay, so I said, I said before the podcast, I said to some people I really need to need to find an excuse to put Chocobo Hot and Cold on blast while it's all <laughs> you, you just gave it to me. <laughs> hey, you know what? I, when we get to it, I'm ready to sing its praises. I'll be like, it's really great. It's like putting the triangle in the triangle hole. And then it's like, it's like a baby's toy <laughs> side quest. And I love it for that. Yeah, no, absolute shambles. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so why don't uh, I actually think, uh, how about uh, you kind of take us over um, how Blitzball works, or start us off at All least. right, well, I'll give it a go. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Crack your knuckles. <laughs> In the beginning, <laughs> there was man and ball. <laughs> <laughs> so when the match starts, you get the, the what's called the blitz off. The the ball shoots up from like this this little thing at the bottom. I don't know. What that is supposed to be? <laughs> yeah, not, not a, it's a it's a very goopy looking ball for a second. It, like it's real uh, morphed. Yeah, real like, stretchy. Twist, that, stretch yeah. and launches off, blitz off like a like blast off. It's a non machina obliterator that shoots that thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just and um, and it's a 50-50 shot of either uh, either midfielder catching the ball and then the game's underway. Is it? Is it? Are there any stat? There's not any stats or anything that can help you get them. No, that's that is legit. Just a 50-50. Okay, so I guess what in the speed run do you just hope for a <laughs> good? You hope like, to get it, and here's yeah. the thing: it happens. It happens at the second half again as well, and it's not like if you get it the first time, they'll get it the second time or something. No, it's random each time. Yeah, I, so getting getting all three blitz offs is a time save. Yeah, the the time that I won 
I actually got the blitz off all three times. So I think our our forward is Letty. Is that right? I think he's the one who's actually going to grab the ball if he. Uh, yes. Yeah. He's. Yeah. I mean, he's te- technically he's like the midfielder. That's right, midfielder. Yeah, yeah. But at this point, it's very much like basketball, mm. where they just toss up the ball, and someone gets yeah. it. Right. Yeah. So it's it's two. What would you call them? Like two attackers, one midfielder, and two defenders. And a goalie. Yeah. Yeah, and a goalie. Yeah. So six people Those. for once. And I guess like we can kind of adjust that too as the game goes on, right? Yeah, we can change kind of their, you know, their slots and kind of reassign their roles, right? Their jobs, I yeah. guess. The, yeah, the, you get you get an opportunity halfway through the match to, to kind of like change up positions if you so desire. Um, but you can also by pressing, I think it's triangle, uh, once you've got the ball, or even if you don't, you can kind of like give your team vague instructions. So did you guys like immediately switch it to manual as soon as you got the ball? Yes. Well, yes. the first time I didn't because I didn't remember what button <laughs> right. I had to hit to Fair do enough. that. Should have reread the tutorial. <laughs> there it talk to Dotto. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, once I figured it out, I was like, okay, that is step number one because I yeah, don't know absolutely. what they're doing. And there's two different manual modes, right? There's manual one and manual two or manual yeah. A and manual B. A and B. Yeah. Uh, Honestly, one. don't know the difference. I do. Uh, it is one is based on the camera position. So, like, whatever the camera is showing, when you move, it moves in that direction relative to the camera. The other mode is it moves in relation to the mini-map. Right. I would suggest that one. (laughs) Yeah, that one sounds way better. The holding left is just going straight towards the leftmost goalie. Yeah, right. A.K.A. the opponent's side. Yeah, right, right. I think I probably did the camera one. <laughs> probably. But um, Resident Evil rules. <laughs> yeah, right. Which, like, FF10 does that thing uh, in its uh, uh, main game as well as Blitzball, where, like, if you're holding a direction and the camera changes, it won't change the direction, even if the direction you're holding is now not the same. Does that make sense? That's a weird way yeah. to say that. Yeah, I I mean, I understand what you mean. Right, yeah. So if you're like holding left and then the camera changes such that that the, like the left is actually down now, it'll keep you going in the same direction. Yeah. It won't throw you. Yeah. yeah. I I didn't realize that until like probably halfway through the match that I played and I was like, "Oh, like I can literally just hold left if I'm trying to go to their side and right if I'm trying to go back to my side." Yeah. yeah. Now the first thing I want to talk about <laughs> with this match in particular is Bixen. <laughs> so I want to talk about really? Bixen. A meathead. Correct me if I'm wrong. If Bixen gets the ball, the goers have, they've scored once. Like, <laughs> that's the way it felt to me. It's, I was just like, it's, oh, Bixen it's, has it's it. It's pretty much the same for both of their forwards, to be honest. Oh, really? Um, yeah. They, I, I think I think the other one, Abus, um, Abus actually yeah. has yeah. a higher shooting stat even than Bixen does. I think he's, he is one point higher, if I recall correctly. The thing about Bixen is that I multiple times had like three man breakthroughs on him where like three of the Aurochs would be on top of him. And just no combination of the Aurochs can possibly get through his endurance. Like there's just no way. He's, he's too strong. Yeah. So it was just like, he's always going to get the shot no matter what. Whereas Abus, I think, had a better shot, but sometimes I could get the ball that's, away from him. That's it. probably true. I don't know all their stats exactly off the top of my head. I will say the first game, though, and this is the thing that like got me so frustrated, is that like I, I had the ball, I swam up to the goal like uh, in front of their goalie, and Abus was able to get it away from me. And the computer decided to make a shot from full fucking court, <laughs> like all the way across the fucking court. And it went in. And I was like, keeper, 
It had one shot point left. Like, what the fuck? Kid was like, ah, that's so far away. Okay. <laughs> I don't have to so pay attention. Looking at his phone. <laughs> so, so, so to get into that slightly, because I, I believe if it actually had one left, it should not be able to go in. because It, it may have had two at, like, the max, though. It was low. Yeah, so the, the way it works, when... Um, when various things happen, uh, basically when when people are trying to block each other, and the same with the the goalie on a shot, um, the you, you your character will have a, a passing stat or an attacking stat or you know shooting stat rather, um, or whatever, and um, that you know that value will be um, whatever it is when the shot starts out, and then whoever's trying to block. Uh, has their their blocking stats or whatever relevant stats. There's a bunch of stats. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot. <laughs> um, and what whatever relevant stat they they have to uh, to block the ball will get deducted from the original whatever stat of the uh, of the person who has the ball. Mm -hmm. But there's RNG to it, right? And the RNG is basically the amount that gets deducted is anything between 50% and 150% of whatever they have. Okay, all right. So if Avis had three so, say left. Say the ball gets to, gets to keep her with, with three shot left, because it also, if you shoot, it decreases the, the more it travels, so that right. know, there's an advantage to shooting from closer. Um. So if if it if it's a had three left, then it could be since Keepa only has five stat, and I think it can round down. I'm, I'm not entirely sure how that goes, but I think it's possible for Keepa to only take two off, which would be fifty percent of his of his five stat. Yeah, it it was certainly not lower than three. I might actually have it on here because I remember when it happened. I was like, "What the fuck!" <laughs> like I was so upset, yeah. like about the it's, difference. It's pretty crazy. Still not as bad of an RNG range as Tetra Master card battles. <laughs> oh my goodness! Uh, I I've, <laughs> oof, I I haven't seen it in my games, but I've definitely seen some videos and clips of things going terribly wrong in Tetra Master. Yeah, that's yeah, uh, that's FF9. <laughs> but, yeah, um, <laughs> like, the Goblin beat Alexandria. Get the fuck out! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that, that kind of stuff can happen. Like, if you shoot and you have nobody defending you and you shoot with, like, say, 15 shot or whatever and the, the opponent, the opposing goalie only has, like, 9 uh, uh, catch, then they won't be able to catch it no matter what. Right, right. So it is, you know, it is possible if your stats are high enough to guarantee shots go in or whatever. I, yeah. Uh, I, but for the most part, your stats are really underpowered compared to the goers. It is wild yeah. how much weaker you are than the goers. Like I said, like it, for me, so let's see here. Speaking of Belgerda, um, she has a ton of attack power. Um, and, and so I guess we should say that like, we should discuss breakthroughs real quick. So as you're sure. playing the game, um, when characters come into close proximity to each other of opposing teams, something called a breakthrough will happen. Um, and that'll be whoever has the ball is now facing however many of the opposing team is around them. And they're, the opposing team is trying to stop them from either passing or shooting or continuing to dribble the ball down the field. Um, and the way that they try to stop that person is either by tackling them or by trying to intercept the shot. So if, say, we're Titus, right, and we're swimming toward the goal and then three of the goers are so close to us that we have to break through all three of them now. Um, you're probably screwed. You're, you're, you're almost certainly screwed, yeah. <laughs> but the game will ask you like, okay, 
how many of these people do you want to try to endure the attacks? And how many of them do you want to try to shoot over? Because you may not have the endurance to take all three of them, but you might have the endurance to take two tackles. And then before the third guy tackles, you just try to go ahead and shoot it anyway. And the third guy's catch is low enough that he won't be able to really block your shot. So you have some option there. And like, this is frustrating in this game because of how low level you are and how your stats are so uh, uh, different. But this is a great part of this game. And I think like kind of the genius of Blitzball as being like a sport game and an RPG thing is in this element of it. And like getting to pick your skills, getting to pick what you're doing in those situations and how many enemies to take on at once. I actually think that's really cool. The, the thing I kept doing, I kept trying to swim to the other goal on the bottom of the field, which is where Valgerda is, and she has so much fucking attack that, like, Titus just cannot withstand her, it felt like. Like, I just never got a good he, roll. He should be able to, because his his endurance is higher than her attack stat. So, like, on it is. average, you should be able to take a tackle from her most of the time. But this is... This is the thing also with the speed run, you know, this, I, I had a run once and technically it wasn't Titus, but you know, spoiler slightly. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah okay. Fair. Yeah. I, it, it, I would be doing it with a different character, but, um, I once had a run where, you know, Belgarita had a lower attack stat than, than my endurance by one point. Um, and yet she beat me four times in a row. Yeah. Oh my God. So that's that's the thing is that that I, I was wondering and I don't actually know this I should have looked this up before we started the podcast but I was wondering if there's like a luck stat that like determines these RNG values because I swear to God I could never get past her <laughs> I was just like I what is going not. on I I think I think the tutorial puts it best and I was trying to find the actual like dialogue for it that I took a screenshot but I just have like screenshots for the entire text dump of uh of the tutorial and I'm like I cannot find it but they say something like um oh like this is how the stats work here are the numbers when you add up it lays it all out for you it's like this is how it works and then it's like just like a, a footnote it's like oh and there's also some randomness involved I'm like yeah, well, then yeah. what the fuck like, <laughs> they spend like seven dialogue boxes explaining how all of the stats line up and how they like intercept with each other and stuff and like the strategy involved and then it's like but also there's some randomness I'm like well fuck <laughs> yeah like that's the thing is it like this game, like, there are strats for winning this game, and I definitely used one of them. Um, because, like we were talking about, you're so under-leveled compared to the goers at this point, which makes sense. We've only ever won one game in our history. Yeah, I mean, so. It is lore-appropriate, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. So, like, it makes sense that, like, we're probably canonically meant to lose this game, maybe. Maybe. I guess it depends on how you want to look at it. But there are strats you can use that are relatively consistent if you get good rng on everything <laughs> works every time 50 percent of the time there, there's there's a couple of things that you do have going for you one of those is is titus which is really yeah. your only character who can stand up to the goers one-on-one i will say that uh jasu has enough attack to take the ball from i think anybody but bixen so I noticed that as I was playing. I was like, okay, all right, at least Jasu's got that going Yeah, Jasu is a pretty solid character. I remember actually some sometime when I played a lot of Blitzball and, and on one file, I actually kept Jasu on my team as a midfielder. He's a defender really? on this one, but he's he's actually pretty good. Yeah, yeah. So he's, he's pretty legit. I like Jasu for that. 
Um, he also starts out on the same side of the field that Titus does. So that was really nice having like two strong characters able to go up that bottom side to try to get to their goal. But uh, yeah, one strat I did see um, was basically to grind, uh, just like somehow get your ball to like the backliners and just pass it back and forth until the orcs just go back to their position. You're basically just grinding. So by the time you pass the halftime, you can have jack shot, I think. Yeah, so like we learned jack shot on the ship on the way here. Theoretically, we know yeah, how it's we done. Know, yeah, we know it theoretically, right? Because like when we start the game, Titus doesn't know it. <laughs> I'm like, didn't well, we do a it's whole like thing? He, I think it's he knows the skill, but you can't equip it to him before the game. He can do it on land. He he can't junction it yet. He hasn't unlocked that with AP. I think he does need to level up to be able to do it. Yes, I was gonna say if you don't level up, like if he doesn't take any passes, he won't be able yeah. to equip it second half. Correct. Yeah. If you can somehow manage to get the uh, keep the goers from scoring at all for yeah. the first half. I gave the jack shot so much shit when we actually did it for being like stupid looking in anime or whatever. However, <laughs> it's your best shot to win. <laughs> so did you guys get the jack shot? I did not. I did, and then I. Went went to go and use it but it was like at a breakthrough i think and i just like drained all of titus's hp and they like <laughs> stole the ball i was like well shit <laughs> okay that was the mark one that i did <laughs> <laughs> so i actually was like okay i did i'm cool with it now because i thought it was stupid that i was like he like throws it at the fucking ship mast and then punches it at the mast and then does this and that but they like in universe made it make sense and i was like Oh my god. So what happens is some it, neo shit. It just gets rid of two defenders. Oh wow. Like if you're set upon by two people that were like Jack punched it at the mast and like kicked it at it or whatever, that's you take out two different members of the opposing team with it. That's what happens. Whoa. So basically like whatever breakthrough is happening when you're doing the shot, you just take out two people. If there's two people there, you now just have a free shot completely. And I think it has 12 shot. Um well, it's 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 Titus's base stat plus some number. Oh, okay, okay. I don't know the exact numbers off the top of my head, but it's it's definitely Titus with the jack shot definitely has a lot more shot than than like Rowdy's catch. So if you yeah. if you manage to just swim up right to the goal, so it won't decrease from there, and yes. you know you can you can you can do that with the jack shot fairly safely because you don't really have to care so much about any defenders being on you at that point because you can just take two of them out. Yeah, right, exactly. Um, and, like, I didn't even realize that until, like, my second playthrough of this <laughs> or whatever after I'd already lost once. And I was like, wait a minute. I don't even have to care. I can just roll right up there. It's fine. The fandom says the jack shot is uh, plus five to your shot. Oh, oh nice. okay. So it's probably higher than that. Yeah, so yeah. he doesn't have really a chance on catching it if you do it from right up close. Yeah, if, right. you, if you do it from point black, he will not catch it if you get the shot off. Because I actually did it from pretty close, and I did end up uh, not making the shot once. But I think... Uh, Somebody got their hands on it and like. Right, yeah, there is also yeah. still that. If you've got more than two defenders on you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Which I think is what happened to me when I did it and found. I was like, well, shit. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. So if you can get, yeah, if you can get right up in there and just take it, it, it should be okay. I found the way I did it, if I remember right, was that I had Josu pass to Titus so that not everybody was on Titus's butt and then just immediately go for the goal. And yeah, so that way, generally, like. Yeah, generally the best strat is to try to try to pass with a, like a long pass to Titus when he's already behind most of the enemy lines, so that usually he'll just have Belgirda on defense if you play your cards right. Right, it's kind of the the ideal situation. 
Right, and Jackshot takes out the the dice roll of Belgerta being able yeah. to just immediately be able to grab the ball back. Dude, I'm so salty about it. I know that she has less attack, but I swear to God, she took it every time. She's got eyes for Keepa. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she does, yeah. Oh my God, okay. All right, it is time to talk about Keepa because we are talking about strats to win this game. Let's talk about MVP of the fucking game, Keepa. Yeah. Okay, so Keepa only has five uh, catch when he starts out, but he can get six if he levels up. Um, at halftime, right? Yes. But for whatever reason, here's the here's the fucking insider strats for fucking winning blitzball, right? Something about the AI makes it bug the fuck out if you swim behind Keepa at like a certain location, and it can take some finagling. Like you can be behind Keepa, and it won't the goalie work. Keepa, you mean? Yeah, the goalie. Cool. You can get just behind him, and if you look at your mini map. All of the other people will just swim in circles. <laughs> like <laughs> your like all of the Aurochs and all of the goers will just swim in like really tight circles too. And it's really funny to look at the mini map and just see all these little like triangles going in these tight circles. And like they just don't know what to do. <laughs> Cause like I guess like the game just doesn't expect you to be there. It just is like that we can't, I guess, program like having the breakthroughs I there or whatever. Well, I, I th it might also just be partially, I could be entirely wrong about this, but they're just like playing zone defense. And so like, if they're just far enough away from you, they just won't come after you. Yeah. Well, I noticed that like, if I wasn't directly behind Keepa, it wouldn't work for me. Um, uh, I, I think I've seen times where even the going behind Keepa thing, sometimes they'll still come after you. Maybe. I yeah. Know. I don't know quite enough about this for... I don't really know like the reasoning behind it or anything or like what ma makes it happen or not, but I do know that when I was trying to set it up the first time, some people were still coming after Titus. So I would just kind of like hit up and down and just try to find a sweet spot and eventually I would hit a spot where they would go back to their position. So I, th I yeah, it's, it's it's kind of weird. You might have to finagle it a little bit. Like a reset. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of cool. That is a great method to uh, to waste some time if you're either you manage to get ahead or you're in like the first half and you're trying to get to the point where you have the jack shot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which I think is a, a pretty safe way to do it. The only the only issue with it to me is that that means if you do fail in the second half, every try of this is going to take more than seven minutes is gonna take like 13 minutes every yeah. time you want to try it but it, it's pretty safe i would say if you can get the first goal um you just got to keep it away from bixen man what a <laughs> jerk i hate him so much so yeah so um i don't know if i remember saying why bixen was such a jerk to me before but now that we've talked about the breakthroughs bixen just has so much goddamn endurance dude yeah <laughs> and like nobody on my team who would like because he's on the top of the field, too. So, like, Jasu's on the bottom. So, Jasu rarely was one of the attackers. I would have, like, three people on him, but it usually wouldn't be him. And anybody who could attack him just would not be able to take his endurance down. And then he has such a high shot. I think it's, like, like a natural 15 or 16 or something like that. It's really high. Yeah. Yeah. And, and one thing we haven't mentioned is that when you're playing defense, you can't control your team at all. Oh yeah, I mean, you're you right. Can, you can you can assign them like mark mode or zone defense or like you can kind of like generally, but you can't you can't control anybody directly while you're on defense. Right, right. So if if they win the blitz off, Grav gets the ball. He's their midfielder. 
you're basically just hoping that he either swims into all your defenders and they manage to take the ball from him, or he tries to shoot and fails because his shot's not as high as the forwards. Right, right. And that, and that can happen. He does try to take the shot sometimes. Yeah, he did, he did do that in my game. Yeah. And uh, the thing is, if they get a point, it can make it very difficult to win, but it's still not undoable. And uh, we should talk about the next uh, couple little cutscenes here. Like we were talking about yeah. uh, halftime, right? Yeah. I also want to point out that in my screenshots of the match, I have like at least three or four of Keepa making incredible saves. <laughs> I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> that Keepa's a Keepa. Mm. I was like, Keepa, don't miss. <laughs> while, while, while you're getting this up, there's actually one other thing that I want to talk about. We talked about the going behind Keepa for time wasting. There's actually one other method uh, that is pretty commonly seen in it by speedrunners. It's a little bit lesser known because um, one of your players, Jasu, actually has a high enough speed stat to outswim all of the goers. So what really? you actually do is pass the ball to Jasu and just basically swim circles around the sphere. Holy <laughs> and shit. You, can, you, can, you can get all of the goers like in a train behind you as long as you, you steer carefully enough that you don't like go into them, which will force a breakthrough. And at that point, you'll have the entire team against you. <laughs> You know, as long as you keep carefully not get letting them get too close to you, which you can do because Yasu is fast enough, you can just spend an entire round swimming in circles. I had no idea. That's amazing. Like, yeah, I feel like I should, like, I made a save at the half, or not, the, uh, right beforehand. I, like, feel like I should go back and do that just to if do it. If you watch some speedruns, you'll, you'll see them do it for sure. It's it, you, People refer to it as the Yasu train. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Well, I guess I'll uh, see all you listeners in Camper's stream sometime this week. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's awesome. <laughs> Jossu, what a hero. Wait, which one is Jossu? Let's see here. I'm looking at a picture of the goers right now. Which one's Jossu? See the guy with like the short brown hair and the goatee? Bada's the one with the red hair. Jossu has the blonde hair. Letty is the dude who looks like he was in the Backstreet Boys. Who was the Who was the bad boy in the Backstreet Boys? Lance Bass. The people who are listening to our <laughs> podcast right now who did like the like Backstreet Boys are like, you idiots! It was this guy. He was the bad boy. Anyway, Sephiroth. Keep, yeah, Sephiroth. Uh, Keep us the chunky one, and Dotto is the one with the green headband. I but got just, it. I was, yeah. I was hoping I would learn all their names, <laughs> but Justice got the very yellow hair. Right. Yeah. So halftime happens after five minutes. Uh, and it cuts to a scene in the locker room where, like, Walk is, like, yelling at him, like, uh, trying to kind of pump him up. And he's like, Zone defense, boys! Stop those goers! And they're all like, yeah, Captain, yeah! And I like that Titus says, what about me? And Walker actually gives good advice to us. He says, get the ball and just shoot like crazy! And Titus even is like, yeah, shoot like crazy! <laughs> and, like, that's actually, like, a good suggestion with Titus. Like, get the jack shot, shoot like crazy. Yeah. Get in there. Get so shot, shots on goal. That's so. One uh, technique would be to just like hold on to the ball for the first half and then do the same thing, but then have Josu pass it to uh, Titus. Maybe. Yeah. Well, if if you want to do the jack shot, you got to make sure Titus levels up, and yeah. it doesn't take much. You basically just the, the way the speedrun does it these days mostly is pass the ball to him once and let him pass it back. That'll give him enough experience to level up. Yeah, so the okay. way the way that uh, the techniques go, um, I, I'm looking here because after this little speech, we have uh, like the level up screen and it says uh, set player techniques. Players level three and up can use techniques. Available slots right. increases the player levels up up to a maximum of five slots. Right. So basically Titus starts out at level two, so he doesn't have any mm. slots that he can 
that he can put the jack shot in. Once you get to three, he already knows it, so you can put it on. Yeah. Uh, you know what? While we're here, since we're talking about it, like a lot of the um, parts and pieces of Blitzball we can't really use in this game right now. But I'm actually not too familiar with them because I never really go back and play Blitzball again. But uh, Zwanzig, or how how familiar are you with like the key skills and tech copies and stuff like that? Okay, uh, I, I mean, I can try to go into it a bit. It's been a while. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be honest. Like, the, since the last time that I went seriously into Blitzball, we're probably talking like eight years or so. Oh, okay. Wow. All right. Oh, I mean, I looked up a little bit about it, so I at least have like a, a little bit I can say about it. But we don't really get to exercise that in this game, right? No. No, so, not really in this game. So my understanding is... If you assign your team to mark somebody and that player does a move that you don't know, you can do like a little timed event where you learn that tech from them. Is that right? Yeah, a little a little um, text thingy saying I think it just says tech copy will will pop up and if you if you press X at that time your character will learn that move. Yeah, and this is also something that if you're going through the tutorial, uh, it does <laughs> he said show press you. Press X. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> um, if um... we're all playing on Switch, that was a joke. Oh, I'm playing PS3. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, you're good. You're good. <laughs> if you um, if you go through the tutorial, they actually allow you to like do a tech copy, and like I I was doing it during the tutorial like. 10,000 hours ago it feels like <laughs> but um yeah when tech copy comes up you have like a, a limited window to hit it and the first like several times even after reading it like the first several times I failed it and I was like what the what the hell what am I doing wrong here so it, it's a weird timing thing but uh, I read online that the text like flashes and it has to be in the white part of the flash oh okay interesting for it to work but I haven't done it so yeah. I don't know um, I don't remember specifically how it was. I just remember having to go through that tutorial like yeah. three or four times because I missed it the, the couple of times. It's like a, a, a more, I feel like it's a more difficult version of like learning the jack shot where like the things pop up on the screen and you have to hit the course. Oh, button. yeah. It's like a way quicker version of that that you get like one shot on and then you're oh. like, oh. Yeah, I think that like, I think that your, I'll say party members, your, uh, your team doesn't learn all their skills just by leveling up. They also can learn them by tech copy, but I think you have to have learned certain skills to learn other ones. Yeah, so there's every character just has uh, three certain assigned skills that I think I think they were called key skills. Was that right? Yeah. Is that what you were saying? Yeah. Um, and basically, they need to learn that to like unlock some set of skills that they will then be able to learn, if I recall correctly. Right. I know that uh, Titus's last one is the Jack Shot 2, and I was like, oh, there is a Mark 2. He lied. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think I've ever actually seen it. Yeah, Jack Shot 3-2. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I, so I haven't seen it, but I read about it online, and his ultimate one is Jack Shot 2, and it removes three people oh, from man. a... Yeah, I know. I was like, dude, there would never be a situation where that would not Even work out. Even when I played Blitzball for, for like many hours i've never actually gotten that like how do you, you get that because I, I, yeah. I assume that's not a tech copy i don't think someone else has that he has to learn like venom shot two and some other like oh, weird the, skills you win the he's tournament but titus must have obtained all his key techniques before it can be learned mm. okay, okay. Yeah. oh and you have to win the tournament looks like it okay 
and it also costs 999 HP. Holy okay. shit. Oh, yeah. That's the other thing. We didn't we didn't really mention HP. For the yeah, most yeah. part, it, it's it's usually not that relevant, but it is relevant with regards to the Jack Shell, because the Jack Shell takes like most of your HP to use. I think it takes 120, and we're under 200 HP at yeah. this point, I'm pretty sure. So you, yeah. you only get one shot at it. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. If you're if you're playing like I was playing and being like, okay, I'll just get one shot and then I'll just hide behind Keepa, and you fuck up your jack shot, you should just reset. Yeah. <laughs> so um, one other thing about Titus is that even if you don't get the uh, jack shot, he actually can get another technique if you get him to level three. I don't know if you guys noticed this. Oh, I did um, not. But he actually has another thing. It's called sphere shot. Now, if you remember. Uh, from the cutscenes near the beginning of the game, you remember that, like, him jumping out of the sphere pool and doing, like, a backflip yeah. and kicking the ball, that thing? Yeah, yeah the Sin the, Summoner. Yeah, that, and which he also does, like, when he shows up on Basay to impress the Aurochs. Yeah. yeah, it's that. That's oh, the sphere nice. shot. Yeah, I um, did see the sphere shot, but I didn't try it. That's cool. So, it, it takes a little bit less HP also, but um, the, the way that one works is it um adds a random value to your shot um which i don't again i don't know what the range on it is off the top of my head but um generally on average it will actually give you more uh power up than the five you get from jack shot but it doesn't take oh. out like the defenders like the jack shot does so in general gotcha. the jack shot is a lot easier to use because you can just right. like, power through the defenders with it yeah um, yeah sphere shot is still quite good um, I like how that gives you a little bit of like an option. You like there is a little bit of like trade-off between yeah. which one you might want to use. And that is actually what the speedrun does because the speedrun doesn't get the jack shot because it gives you a longer cutscene if you learn it. Oh, interesting. Uh, on the window. Yeah. yeah, so with the uh with this fear shot, I'm looking it up here, uh it will grant you plus three uh shot while also boosting shot by the random number depending on the player's level. So if your player, uh, like, so if Titus's level is 1 through 19, it'll add a random value between 0 and 10. Uh, 20 to 39, it will add from 0 to 15. And yeah, so you could, like, 40 or more, it can add uh, 0 to 20. So Titus's starting shot is, what do we say? I think it's 11, I want to say. 11? So you get an automatic 3. Mm-hmm. And then you could get another 10. You could have a 24 yeah. <laughs> power shot with the sphere shot. That's insane. That's wild. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's 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 not a bad backup if you don't get the jack shot for whatever reason. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Um, but the cool shit happens at three minutes into halftime yeah. or the second part of this game, right? Uh so at the three minute mark, the screen like prematurely kind of fades out a little bit, and then it comes up into a cutscene. And the fans are like screaming, right? Like all the people in the crowd are like chanting and stuff like that. And um, the the announcer says, "The fans are getting impatient. They're calling for some action." And then you realize they're chanting "Waka." Whoa! Yeah, they're like, like "Waka, Waka." Uh, <laughs> and the announcer even says, "Everybody seems to be calling for Waka, folks." And like Titus just kind of like. Looks like he sighs, but again, they're all underwater. So this I guess. happens if you're falling behind. This cutscene will actually vary depending on what your score is right now. <gasps> really? Oh, yeah. So okay. if you aren't scoring, uh, the orc spirits are fading quickly. Are they going down without a fight? Is a, is what they'll say. If you're, oh like, wow! But mm -hmm. if you're tying, um, if you tie after falling behind, 
not, if nothing's happening after a long time, they'll basically ch- start chanting. Oh, okay. Interesting. But if you're taking the lead, it says the crowd is cheering for the Aurochs. Isn't this exciting? Oh, wow. Yeah. So I was still at zero, zero at this point, And the thing that I got was the fans are getting impatient. They're calling for some action because I wasn't really, I was just trying to get ready to do that. Or I think this might've been after I failed the jack shot. So I was just kind of like, oh, just swimming around trying to figure yeah. out something else. So, and I was like, oh God. So here's the thing. If you're truly brave and you fail the jack shot, you do get one more chance, I would say, coming up here because I've won the game in the last two minutes before with a score of one. Hell yeah. yeah. Um, but Titus will swim off at that point. He kind of like, like I said, it looks like he's sighing and he swims off. The announcer says, Say, where is that player going? And he's leaving the sphere pool. He may be injured. You're still that guy. No one ever addresses your name. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> um, you see, you have a, a textless, dialogless, quick scene where it just looks like Titus is standing in front of Waka and you just see Waka walking away from him. And then Waka fucking jumps into the sphere pool, baby! Yep. We also get some uh, narration from, from Titus. He says, To be honest, I did kind of feel left out. But it really was the Oryx and Waka show after all. And like the announcer's like, what's going on? The crowd is going wild. It's Waka. He's back on the field and ready to go. The Oryx seem to be glad to have him back. I totally get it, right? Like, even if a team I like was like going against, like, imagine like, a team that we like going against like a little league team, but the little league team is like a score up and they like may have a chance. I'd be like, yeah, this team had better fucking win. This is incredible. Like yeah. we're seeing some real shit. So like, I totally get the fans excitement over being like, yo, the team that's never won might fucking win the championship. <laughs> that's insane. <laughs> so like, and like I said, man, I'm kind of like as, as a player, I'm kind of getting caught up in the hype of it. I'm like, yeah, yeah, Waka. Here comes Waka. Like, Hell I think yeah. this is done really, really well. So, like, I'm getting hyped up as a player to this game right now. I'm like, oh. But, yeah. So, Waka has, uh, what is it? Venom Shot? Is that the name of it? Poison yes. Shot? Yes, Venom Shot. Yeah. Venom Shot. So, Venom Shot is 16 shot, I think, if I remember right. Yeah. Waka has, actually has a higher base shoot than Titus by one point, I think. And then Venom yeah. Shot adds some number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that if you're tied or you think you may be able to take it and you're already this far into it, you may be able to score with Waka. I've definitely had the game be one-to-one before and then won it using Waka's Venom Shot. Yeah, so back yeah. back when I used to speedrun it, this was actually usually the strat was to wait for Waka. Because we, really? we didn't, we didn't want to, back then it wasn't thought that taking the time to level up Titus was worth it. Um, so usually what you would do is you would just try to hold on to nil-nil until Waka shows up and then try to get the Venom shot in for the win right before uh, the game ends. Gotcha. Yeah. And, so then, like, wa- and then usually if you, and then usually if you, uh, if, if you, um, what you call it? If you're, be- if you fall behind, you just give up because like <laughs> the reward you get from it does make the speed run a lot faster. And if you're a top level runner these days, you need to win Blitz Ball to like. Oh, wow. Yeah. Cause your stats like, are you, going to be. You can, do, you can do the run without it, but the reward is, is a big enough deal to, to make a meaningful difference. Right. Right. Yeah. So, um, speaking of which, I guess that's, is that 
Is that Blitzball? That's Blitzball. Uh, for me, I was still at 0-0 zero, zero when Waka came in, and then uh, I'll give you one guess who was able to score a goal. Oh, it was Bixen. It was Bixen. Motherfucker. <laughs> Bixen scored, and I lost the match. No, no. Yeah. I do know that if it is drawed, you can go into sudden death. Ooh. Yeah, over time. Score. Yeah, yeah. You never won overtime in a speed run. <laughs> yeah, yeah, horrible. no, it's not. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I think it's it. It's just first the score, isn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah. I think no. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. No, I think it is. Yeah. That sounds about right. I would imagine that that's how it is. And um, yeah, for for a speed run, that probably really sucks because like it's you just can't extra dead time. Yeah. Yeah, you have to wait until either you can score, which is a lot of RNG, or for them to score, which like you can kind of lay back a little bit. But like you <laughs> can't. You if it's tied, you can't actually like just quit. Right, right. I guess you could like restart the speed run. Yeah. There's no yeah, yeah. There's no forfeiting the match, no. Yeah. But um Yeah, so if you do win, you get the strength sphere. Ooh. Which uh you can pop into your sphere grid for a plus four strength, which is significant. It's uh, yeah, it's a big deal. Especially right now in the game, like where we may have only taken like one or two strength spheres the entire game thus far. And like each of those are like plus one or plus two and that's it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So we're like, we're essentially like doubling or more our level as far as strength goes that's in, awesome. in one get. <laughs> if we get that strength sphere, what do you get? If you uh, lose, you get a, a cut scene where all the fans in the, in the stands look pretty bummed out. And it says the RX may have lost the game, but what a way to go. And then it just says save current game. <laughs> oh, uh, I guess, I mean, I guess that's true. What a way to go. You made it to the championship match. And yeah. You, you won your first game. And every, and like the most unexpected thing, even more so than like you guys winning a game is that everyone in Luca was cheering for you and for yeah. Waka. Yeah. So there, there is a little bit of like a, a kind of silver lining to it, right? That like, even if Waka didn't go out as, as a champion, he at least went out as like, the main fucking attraction, like the hero of the day. You know yeah, what I mean? he, he, he has a nice way to end his career. Right. And if you win, the announcer says, unbelievable, the Aurochs win, folks. This is one for the record books. <laughs> and then it goes to save the game, uh, which is where we're going to stop today. Yeah. Yeah. So is there anything else we want to say about Blitzball? I think we pretty well covered it. There's two quick things that I wanted to mention with regards to Waka showing up three minutes in. To okay. the second half. So one of them is my personal anecdote of my first playthrough, which Hell is yeah. when that happened, when when the cutscene started out of nowhere, is when I was doing the jack shot. No, and it, it doesn't let it go through. It just it cuts oh. you off. And, oh my okay, god! To, to, to be entirely honest. I had no idea what I was doing in that game. I was going to yeah. lose no matter what. I had not scored. I was like four points down. I was getting <laughs> on But it was about the principle of the thing, man. Okay, I was, sure. I, I was I about to finally get it in. Titus was doing the spinny thing, and then, bam. <laughs> and I'm I was like, like, God damn it, Walker. I wasn't going to say this to, like, uh, to make my own. <laughs> I was going to make my own self uh, feel cool by not saying this, but do you know what was happening when three minutes happened for me, mm. fucking Bixen was shooting and it cut him <laughs> off. <laughs> I was like, get, get wrecked, Bixen. <laughs> Cause like, I had like, I hadn't scored yet. Um, because, uh, 
or no, no, wait, I had scored. I had scored and then Pixon got the ball and I was like, no, I just need to get hands on it, get behind the goalie. That's all I want to do. And I was like, oh, I'm fucked. And he like kicked, he like kicked it for a goal or whatever. But, and as it was traveling, the three minute cutscene happened and I was like, yeah, get wrecked, Pixon. Oh, that's so good. Oh my God. Could you imagine like in any other sport, like the ball's in the <laughs> air and you fucking call timeout. <laughs> Count, it's like yeah. it's like a grand slam in baseball like bases are loaded fucking it's clearly going and you're like time out time out time out didn't, didn't count we got to bring waka in yeah. <laughs> so good so, okay so anecdote two yeah yeah uh this one's not as much an anecdote as it is uh a six speed run strat uh the oh, last one that i haven't talked about with regards to blitz ball and this is called the blitz off skip um this is something mm. that people started seriously doing in runs a couple of years ago so, um, when you score, um, it goes back to, you know, the scoreboard updates and then the ball shoots from the middle again. And then, and then, you know, then, it, uh, after a goal, it's not random. The opposing team gets the ball. All right. All right. Um, so th during that whole animation, the timer isn't running. And basically the whole time, if you're doing a speed run, you want the timer to be running the whole time. Right. Yeah. And also, like any any a lot of animations don't have the timer running like during tackles and such, so you want to minimize all that. But so the blitz off skip is a really interesting thing where you try to you know the the the, the goal of the of the speedrun strategy is to win one nil, right? Um, oh, I see where you're going with this. If you score right as the fade out at three <laughs> minutes is happening, oh my god, the fade out is already in progress. But it will count the goal, even though you don't get to see any of the animation <laughs> of like the scoreboard updating and all that. That's brilliant. And you, you know, skip yeah. the, the the extra blitz off that you would get after scoring. So that's something that saves. I I think I've heard it. It saves like seventeen seconds or something. Oh wow! And it's oh. it's pretty precise to get. Like you really need to know what you're doing to do that because it is a tight window. Yeah, I'd say so because like those animations are not short. They're complicated. There's a lot going on with them. Yeah. That's that's Flashy. amazing. Uh, so does, if, you, if you watch the world record, you can see that he he does get the blitz off skip. That's oh, awesome. That's Who so does awesome. have the world record? Do you know right off? Um, it's I know for the for the original PS2 version, the record is currently held by Close to War. Okay, who's a really 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 skilled um, RPG runner. I think they have a a couple of games. Yeah, that I've seen. They have yeah, he also on. runs some some Dragon Quest stuff. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, RPG he's, he's runners, man. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Uh, that God, that that's an incredible strat. Like that's oh boy, that's galaxy brain shit. <laughs> that is, some that galaxy is the brain ultimate shit. Chad strat. <laughs> yeah, man, oh man. Um, all right, man. Fucking blitzball, y'all. Yeah, that's all okay. I let's got. <laughs> let's go around the room. G opinion on blitzball, Carl. Uh, when I was going through the tutorial, I was like, this is a really cool take on a, you know, a sports game. It's like a JRPG turn-based kind of take on like NBA Jam. Like I'm really excited to play it. Sounds like it's really cool. Then when I was playing it, I completely forgot like everything until like halfway through and like completely just fumbled and lost. <laughs> and I was like, I feel like this would be really fun and I probably could get really into it, but I feel like the time investment that it would take me to get good enough to <laughs> like it is probably very unlikely for me to do. <laughs> How about you, Alex? What do you think? It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, this time, I appreciated it more uh, than I usually have. 
And I think the thing was, I was like, okay, I'm going to look at this just purely from a mechanical standpoint and not the standpoint of the first game I have to play is against a wildly overleveled team, like where I'm like clearly the underdog. And I get that again, that works for the plot line, right? That yeah. like, it would be crazy if the Aurochs won. Why would they win? They've never won. So it makes sense. But that aside, I've... I think it's actually a pretty good game. I think that there's a lot, a lot going on, and it and it makes sense that it's a um, a game we can pretty much play any time after this and like sink some time into. And I think I might this time. I've never, I've never gotten into Blitzball to actually get everything. Like I just keep Waka's fucking limit break the whole game. I guess we should say that, by the way. Uh, playing Blitzball is how you unlock Waka's other limit breaks. <laughs> <laughs> Which actually, if he's quitting Blitzball, what sense does it make that he then just continues to play Blitzball? <laughs> <laughs> it's the love of the game. It's like the Rolling Stones are like, we're retiring. <laughs> if you play the uh, with the Oryx after this point, you actually won't have Waka in, in the team. He won't be there. <gasps> oh, really? You, you can later on... So there's a whole mechanic about like recruiting other players, and you can get Waka to come back. But by default, he's not on your team after your after the Goers game. Well, I love that consistency. How about that? Oh, awesome! <laughs> That's very well done. They should uh, update it for 14. Blitzball in 14? Yeah. Oh, oh, they should put Blitzball in 14. I was yeah. like, I don't think Blitzball's in 14. No, I was saying like <laughs> they, they need to patch it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, actually, that'd be fucking dope as fuck. You'd have like your character or whatever swimming around playing Blitzball. <laughs> that would be dope as fuck. Um, you hear a Square Enix? <laughs> <laughs> they've added all the other. What they've added triple triads. Triple triads in there, yeah. Oh yeah. hell yeah. Uh, um, uh, I I feel like with the the first match against the Goers is like, did they just like have a team at From Software do it where they're like, okay, this is the <laughs> first game, so it's the first like boss encounter of this, and they're like, yeah, we're not gonna take it easy on the first. Like, they have to earn a victory. It's like the Demon part. Souls one. You're just expected yeah. to lose. Yeah. yeah, yeah, where you get kind of a reward for it, but I mean, later on in FromSoft games, they're like, no, nah, you can do that, but it doesn't give you anything. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's awesome. I yeah, so I enjoy Blitzball this time. I think I'm gonna put a little bit more time into it as we play this season um, and try to get more of the. Uh, more of the content out of it. Um, I will say, I and this is lame. I, a lot, I'm sure a lot of a uh, real good Blitzballsmen will make fun of me for this, but I put a lot of hours into Final Fantasy X2's Blitzball because <laughs> I was like, oh wait, I don't have to play it. I just get to watch it happen and then make decisions about it. I like that a lot better. <laughs> oh, interesting. So it's like the Chocobo races. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like you just kind of are like, all right, team, you do this, you do that, you do this. And then you just sit back and see if they did it. Oh, nice. That's interesting. <laughs> it's You're like a coach. A, it's it's <laughs> when Homer's coaching the fucking Bart's football team. And he's like, hey, you run to the side. You vibrate this way. You just spin around in tiny circles. <laughs> <laughs> Which in this game they could do if you get behind the goalie. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so that's all I got about Blitzball. And that's that. It's the last <laughs> time we'll ever have to play it. <laughs> yeah. uh, it is the last time you'll ever have to play it. Have really? to. Oh, okay. Yeah. No. Yeah. So long. <laughs> but you can play it uh, after this at any save point. Interesting. Oh, nice. So yeah. well, we'll get more into that next episode. Next episode or the one after that, depending on how we break it up. Right. But um, I guess I should go ahead and say what we're going to do next episode then. So it's important to note that as soon as they either announce that the Aurochs won or lost, it immediately gives you a save point, like right there. Yeah. And that's where we're saving at and quitting because the story picks right the fuck up. <laughs> like there is, <laughs> there is no downtime. Um, so we're going to start from that save point 
and get to where we leave Luca. Maybe talk about the first screen of the next area. Um, so it'll be a short one, but there's a lot to talk about. That's the thing. It's like the gameplay is like 10 minutes long, right? But there's going to be some shit that we have to go over on the next episode. So um, if you're playing along at home, play that section, talk to all the NPCs, go look like, all those scenes up on YouTube and read about them because we're going to fucking cut into that cake. <laughs> um, it's going to be a very uh, funny episode. We might have a couple ha-has. Might have a couple laughs. <laughs> might have a couple laughs. <laughs> a couple ha-ha-has. Um, a tea or he. A, a tea or he, possibly. Um we might learn a little bit of something about ourselves along the way and a little bit of something about our dad as well. <laughs> You're just writing the uh, episode description. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Zwanzig, thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks a lot. I, uh, I really had a blast with this. <laughs> awesome, I'm glad. It's, I know it's like midnight over there, so thanks again. Yeah, it's, it's actually one. It's oh, uh, no. Oh, no, we got to be at work it's, at eight. Is that what you said? It's fine. I'll be fine. <laughs> uh. Oh god! No sleep till yeah. It's no, I, 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 think it's, I think it's an, uh, an, an, an interesting episode to pull me on for because it was like a lot of mechanics talk. Um, yeah, yeah. Which, uh, it's like yeah. learning a whole new game. Also, I just remember in our Discord one time I was like trashing on Blitzball, and I just remember you being <laughs> like, "Well, at least it's not just fucking." press x to win like chocobo hot and cold and i was like how dare you know i love that game (laughs) (laughs) number go up yeah (laughs) number go up i I love number go up (laughs) i just i just take every opportunity to (laughs) chocobo hot and cold (laughs) anybody who knows me will tell you this maybe we can get you back on for that episode so (laughs) no please don't (laughs) get somebody who likes it All right, man. Well, let's see here. Do you have anything you want to plug? Tell us where we can find you. Where can we like watch your sick fucking speedruns? I am Mr. Zwanzig. That is uh, <laughs> the, the the German word for twenty, um, even though I'm actually Dutch. Um, <laughs> yeah, on both Twitch and Twitter, um, you will see me in the near future. Probably not doing a lot of FF related stuff, honestly, because. Um, Actually, my PS3 has been having some issues with running oh, no. 13. My, 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 for some reason, I think my HDD might be dying. So uh, uh, oh, no. my load times are suddenly really long. And I was kind of getting burnt out on a little bit again anyway. So oh, I'm, okay. I'm doing some other stuff. Uh, I, I stream a lot of I Want to Be the Guy fan games. Oh, yeah. I'm Man. on that right now. Fine. I know Carl saw me play a little bit of that the other day. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but that's going to be great. Follow Mr. Zwanzig. Also... Aren't you like the keeper of the Final Fantasy speedrun Discord? Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't brag about that because honestly, I don't do that much work on it. It was just a matter of like <laughs> when Discord was first getting big and like IRC was dying off. I was like, we should really make a Discord because like we we should have like a central place for people to talk. And there were like five other people there, and nobody else wanted to do it. So I was just like, eh, I guess I'll do it. And I mean, well, it's yeah. legendary to me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like a lot of the channels are pretty dead because a lot of games have their own discords. Like most of them do by, by right. this point. Because like there's, you know, it's it's such a big thing, Final Fantasy, that like to just have like one channel for each game is is potentially not enough for a lot of them. Or if you uh, speed run SNES games, you can have one channel for the three <laughs> for the three of those. Yeah, but it's only ever FF5 talk. <laughs> it really is. It really is. Yo, I'm going to do I'm going to do 4 and 6. I'm going to do it. 
I'm gonna do it. Hell Mark yeah. my words. I'm going to learn four and six. Did you finish eight? Uh, I finished it for now, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I was like, look, I I may be last place on the fucking uh, HD console one, but there's only four people on there. And I'm like five minutes away from top five. Top four, woo! Yeah, yeah. So I was like, look, it's fine because the thing is, like, that takes all day. I could do like two FF5 runs <laughs> in that span of time. Oh boy! So, all right. Well, uh, Alex, would you like to um, throw us drown us in a? Yeah, throw us into the deep end. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Which end? It's a sphere. <laughs> it doesn't have any ends. The, the, the exact all, center. All, all, yeah, all ends are the deep the, end. At the blitz off point. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks again to Night of the Ren for uh, yeah, they're, uh, for doing the theme music this season. Um, it's awesome. Uh, feature music is by Nobuo Matsu, <laughs> Masashi Hamauzu, and Junior Nakano. Uh, leave us a review on iTunes. That's super helpful. Um, we are every FNFF on Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, and we have a Discord, which you can find in our Twitter description. Yes. Um, we got a new shirt by Maiko again. So yeah. go check that Woo. out. It's really I cute. bought a coffee mug with that on there. Uh, we'll post that on our Instagram and Twitter. Cool. Um, yeah, I think that'll do it. We uh, will see you. Give us a phone call at 530-MATERIA. Leave us your laughs. Leave us your laughs. Yeah, oh leave my us your God, best laugh. leave us your laughs. Leave us your best laughs. If you know, you know. After next week, everyone after, will know. Yeah, after <laughs> next week, you'll know. Okay, but I will, okay, you're not going to have much. Oh, wait, hold on. You won't really have any time, so never mind. That's well, fine. go ahead and do it anyway. But uh, thank you again. It's just one of the, we will. Yeah. And to everyone else, Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> if someone's listening on Christmas Day for some reason, like in the future, they'll be like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> like have the name of the person. Be like, Todd. Christopher. Christopher. Lloyd. <laughs> you know what? The, the, the bit has changed. I would now like to wish Merry Christmas. Good morning to, to Christopher to... Lloyd. <laughs> I don't know how they found me, but, <laughs> <laughs> but they found me. Run for it, Marty! Who? Who? Who do you think? The Libyans! <laughs>